What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome back to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream where we kick the facts. And we don't care about your feelings. Today's show is going to feature the main event topic. Trevor Bauer allegedly catches another case after beating the first case. Beating. Beating the first case. We're going to go over that, man. And professional athletes, uh, we got to recover this. Cover this. Because he got another case, man. He got another situation here. And that's you. I don't even think he's here in America. He's supposedly pitching in Japan. But we're going to review his previous case that he beat. Yeah, he beat it. And now he has a yet another woman out here wanting to sue. Women out here sue happy like a mother sucker. But anyway, that's going to be it. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater and a bunch of other variety of topics today. Uh, emasculating men. We're going to talk about that. Women with strong personalities that want to lead their men. Are there any women here? I know the women aren't even showed up to the thing right now. Uh, they haven't even shown up yet, but we're going to talk about women with strong personalities. How they like to bend their guys over. Mm. All right. To contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo, PayPal, dot me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world and order. it's early. So what I'm going to do is let me check. Uh, there, there are uh, a couple of contributions. Let me check the other cash app. I'll be leaving y'all hanging over there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, who is this in here? This is uh, this was today. Shout out to Carl S. He said, Carl says, anyone against their nature is bound for insanity. Anyone against their nature is bound for insanity. OGA1 says, haven't broke bread in a while, but I'm still on locals. Appreciate you both supporting Cordero Hudson says, thank you for caring, coach. I am truly appreciative. 100%. Thank you, brother. And Seti Jetty is in the building. He says, watching this playback. And I appreciate the support. Loud Pocket says, coachy, California is going crazier than usual. Do, do I see LA? What happened in LA? LA, 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 I haven't seen L.A. What's going on in L.A.? All right. I ain't know what's going on around there. Escape from Los Angeles. What, what is Cali doing today? Somebody give me an insight on that one. And uh, Juco 69, I believe this was from earlier today, but we'll give it to you. Shout out to my favorite African-American. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Um, Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking Devato about? Devato did something. What did Devato do? Orale. Orale. Vato. What did he do? He doing something crazy over there, right? L.A. is a mess, man. I used to live in Los Angeles County um, in several places in Los Angeles County. I'm glad I'm out of Los Angeles. I mean, I'm not I'm not even a fan of Los Angeles anymore. Uh, I, I go there when I went when I moved to Orange County because I've lived in Ventura, L.A. and um, Ventura County. And um, last time I lived in L.A. County was. I want to say two. 2001 2002 and uh i don't have no connection to los angeles anymore all right i lived in la i lived in hawthorne i lived in the san fernando valley that's still la county then i lived in ventura county for a bit and i also lived in orange county uh when i lived in orange county i did not want to even go to la 
<laughs> like I tried to do my best to stay my ass out of uh, L.A. Okay, I didn't even go kick it to Marino. I, you know, I would go to Marina Del Rey. Um, you know, I think I went to Roscoe's a couple of times uh, on Sepulveda, I believe. And I would go in and out to Culver City. I would go to the basketball games. I would go to USC football games. But I get in and out of L.A. All right, I have nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't even stop there, dude. Like, it, I think I met one girl early on when I just started the junior college. I met a girl out there, dancer, little ballet chick. Oh, man, she was, I didn't even get to enjoy all of her. But um, met her down in Marina Del Rey. Like, if I was dating, I wouldn't go to L.A. I, I cannot stay in Los Angeles. Can't stand L.A. Um, yeah, man, it's gone. It's gone. In and out of Los Angeles, man. In and out. And I would never stop. Like, if I had to take a piss, it was if I was coming from the Valley or Ventura to go back to um, um, to Orange County or anything, anything I was doing where I had to pass through L.A., I wouldn't even stop in Cerritos, bro. I wouldn't stop in L.A. County to save my life. I think I dated this girl that lived in uh, uh, Los Alamitos when I lived in Orange County. Um, and that was the border. That's literally on the border of uh, Los Angeles, Seal Beach, Los Dude, I I hated the I I wouldn't even stop to take a piss in Los Angeles. Now I live in Las Vegas. Sorry, but listen, the devil lives in Los Angeles. Um, the spirit of the devil lives in Las Vegas. But uh, anyway, all right. If I was on the freeway, I wouldn't stop to take a piss. I'd be like, damn. I would wait till I get to Seal Beach, <laughs> or Santa Ana, or Costa Mesa. I would rather stop in Costa Mesa. All right, anyway, shout out to everybody in L.A., man. I can't stand that place. Uh, Loud Pocket says, what a day. California passed a law. Uh, uh, what is the law? Who lets their kid become a transformer wins custody and divorce. Okay. And it says right here, California also pissing off owner operators who have their trucks registered in California. Truckers shutting Los Angeles down. I love my home here, but Gruesome Newsome is effing-ish up. I got to check that out. Let me see here. Truckers. Let me see if I can pull up Truckers LA. Yeah, it's it's a mess, man. Oh, Truckers protest. Oh, I, I see this is a couple of days ago here. But, okay, Trucker protests at the Port of Los Angeles. Okay, I see what's going on there. Man, they messing up LA. And you know what? LA used to be something, man. What am I hating on? San Bernardino. Listen. <laughs> Bernardino really man actually I had to go to California recently to register my vehicles because they I still do I'm, I won't say too much but anyway I had to go to California and I'm right on the border of Los An Las Vegas I mean Nevada so I could get to California like that man I got in there I didn't even mess around I went in there registered my vehicle got the hell up out of there bro and no uh San Bernardino Riverside Ontario it can all kiss my ass I mean listen <laughs> all right forget it San Francisco, I don't have much love for California no more. I mean, it is what it is. There's only a few places, and even then, even then, bro, California, San Bernardino, and all of that shit. All kiss my ass, man. I ain't <laughs> California people piss. Hey, man, I stood up for y'all for a long time, so I'm going to rain on your ass. Now I'm not there no more. Okay, I'm not there no more. I used to protect y'all and talk about all the podunk towns, but California can all kiss my ass. Yeah, I went to the nearest DMV, exactly, but it wasn't that close, but yeah. Oh, boy.
Shout out to San Jose. All right, let's get to the show, man. Enough about California's whack ass. We got uh, Don Cristo says, support the show, fellas. It's barbecue in there, man. It's barbecue in there. And we actually going to relax a little bit from the earlier stream. The earlier stream, I was a little, you know, passionate. But now I can relax. All right, you ain't got no love for us. You ain't got no love for us in the West Coast. West Side for life. But California's done. Let's 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 just have right now. Let's have right now for the first time on my show in five years. I'm going to ring the bell on California. I'm going to ring the bell. It was a fun time. Cali was fun. West Coast. L.A. used to be the spot in the 80s and 90s. Um, L.A. used to be the shit. Orange County before it blew up. I mean, Orange County used to be it. Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, what else? San Diego, brother. San Diego, Temecula. Oceanside, well, Oceanside, Carlsbad. You had the Lakers, the Raiders, the Rams back in the day. Um, L.A. used to be the place to be. I know a lot of people don't realize, you know, they're going to go to L.A. and think they're going to see celebrities and whatnot. I'm going to go to L.A. You, pff, L.A. ain't used to what it used to be. Too many homeless people. Uh, you drive down the freeway, you see all those, you know, overpasses with all these homeless people living on the bridge bridges. It's, it's an avis, absolutely devastating what has become the Los Angeles. And I first became to, um, I actually first moved to Los Angeles when I was uh, nine years old. So um, back in the mid eighties, back in the mid eighties and uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely tragedy. What has become a Los Angeles. And it's very indicative of what comes of these blue cities. You know, these blue cities are absolutely atrocious. Shout out the long beach, you know, these blue cities have become atrocious, and I've been to almost every single one of these blue cities before and after all of these blue cities. Been the, the blue cities are absolutely tragic. Philadelphia, New York. Um, I was in New York just recently as this year. So was Philadelphia as recently a couple months ago. Uh, Chicago. These places are absolutely horrid. Absolutely horrid. When did Cali's first start going downhill? Um. At Los Angeles, let me see, what is it now, 2023? Um, I would say L.A. got really bad probably around the last five years for sure, but there were some things that were bad about it already. But for sure in the last five years, it's been upside down, bro. Just tragic. Just tragic. Well, yeah, somebody said 2019, Obama years, 20. Yeah, I'm going to say, man, yeah, just about that time. I moved back to Southern California in 2012. And I didn't really go to L.A. then. But in the last five years, it's been tragic. Man, it's not even a place to go. So uh, good luck to you guys out there. I heard they're going to charge people to be on the 405 freeway. They're going to make it a toll road. Man, please. Tragedy. Tragedy in Los Angeles. So um, it's not a place to go. Don't go there and think, I'm going to make it big in Los Angeles. <laughs> do not go there for that. You about to be in for a rude awakening. All right. Um. Anyway, you better be in the know. Most of the people that live in Los Angeles do not live in Los Angeles, just so you know. So if you ever been to L.A., let's say you ever been to L.A. Like I went to L.A. and you were from the East Coast and you went to L.A., but you didn't have a car. If you stayed in Los Angeles, downtown, proper Los Angeles, you didn't see shit. You didn't see nothing. All <laughs> right. You saw Mexico and a bunch of homeless people. That's what you saw. You did not see Los Angeles. Los Angeles is a basically 
Los Angeles is everything but L.A. Los Angeles is everything but L.A. So everything outside of Los Angeles is Los Angeles. Everybody, like nobody that says they're from L.A. lives in Los Angeles. They say they're from L.A. because you're not going to understand Marina Del Rey and Manhattan Beach. And many people from Orange County will just say they're from L.A. But now because the O.C. is something, they might even say the O.C. Most people from Orange County don't say the O.C. They'll say Orange County. Um, but um, most people from L.A., from the valley, from up in the Caneo Valley, Riverside, San Bernardino, Nobody says, nobody from L.A. is from Los Angeles, all right? Los Angeles is an absolute, uh, it's a dump of trash. All right, anyway, shout out to L.A. Rest in, rest in peace to L.A. I can finally say that now that I'm not here. But everything else is outside Los Angeles. Anyway, where are we at here? Oh, Stragglers, oh, uh, yeah, Stragglers Spiegel Theater. Is that what it is? Shout out to uh Straggler Single Theater. Let's get to it right here. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, shout out to uh Straggling Sniggle Theater. This is I got like five things to share, and we're gonna start with uh a sniggle. Boy, we're gonna start with a sniggle today. Apparently, there's a sniggle who uh robbed the looks like a jewelry store, a pawn shop. Um with the pop- Take a look at this sniggle. I don't think you need to hear much of the volume here, uh, but he here is robbing with a box on his head. Oh, my goodness. Just what is wrong with this sniggle? I mean, did you come prepared? I mean, Lord have mercy. <laughs> look at this guy. This is the worst of the worst. This guy is actually I can't I can't believe he can see. <laughs> I can't believe. Look at this. All right, he brought the he brought the uh, screwdriver. Uh, he's about to get a pay, he's definitely about to get some cut on that fake ass glass. He he looks like he's ill prepared for this. He has a bag. Um, I would like to know where he is. Is this an electronic store? Is this a pipe store? Is a smoke shop? There he is, right there. This poor sniggle, and uh, he can't figure out what's going on here. <laughs> and he sits right here. He definitely uh, got that box on his head. And uh, here's the store owner. What does he have to say? receive a call that somebody had broke in i was really frustrated but when i you know there's a laugh on my face when i saw the recording video of my surveillance fair, fair Robert then appears to accidentally swat the box off of his head revealing his oh, what oh no not this man oh, the humanity sniggle is not before quickly putting oh man this sniggle's out of control let's take a look if we can see who he is and identify look at this ninja look at him what kind of dude? What are you doing, bro? Hold on for a second. Let's pop that off here. Look at this guy right here. Take a look at this guy, man. All right. Look at this guy right here. Oh, man. Listen, what? You should have came better prepared. I don't think this box is enough of a disguise. And uh, apparently the police have picked him up. And uh, let's see what happens. He sounds a little George Floyd-ish when the police picks him up. Let's go ahead and jump to the scene. Here it is. And arrested this time without. He getting arrested by a female cop. All right, damn, that's cold-blooded. And uh, damn, she a biggin' too. She definitely a biggin'. She got a good profession here. All right. He's either small or she's big or both. This time without a box on his head. Oh. 
Oh my goodness. He does sound like George Floyd. It started off like this too, George Floyd. As a matter of fact, George Floyd bullshit started off just like this. He went into a store, allegedly committed a crime. Then he came out, hired in a kite, and screaming for his mama. All right. So uh listen, I'm sure the police officer had a flashback, did not want to be caught in prison after putting a knee in neck. So she proceeded to, you know, she proceeded to possibly do the arrest in a proper manner. Here we go. This recording authorities have not yet released the suspect's name or any additional. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, my goodness. Men, men, you know what? This is about the third man calling for their mama. This is what happens to these dudes, man. They think you're thugging out here. You think you're cool. You think you have game. You think you're cool enough to do fentanyl at high rates. You think you're cool enough to be a pimp. And why do you call for your mama? Okay, <laughs> that's not right. They call for the mama. That's the third man. We had George Floyd. We had the man in, well, not Minnesota. That was George Floyd. The gentleman in, um, where was he at? Baltimore. No, no, not Baltimore. Memphis. Memphis. The guy in Memphis. Remember he was calling for his mama? Mama! Mama! <laughs> Just calling for their mama, bro. Like your mom. Well, the one in Memphis, the mom was actually down the street. So that one kind of makes sense. That one kind of makes sense. I get it. She was down. He was like, he was like that close away to his, like, he was that close away from the house. So he called his mama. Mama! Mama! <laughs> they just call it mama. Hey, man, here's a new rule. New rule. You cannot use the word mama in referring to your mama after 18. New rule. New rule. You cannot call your mama mama after 18. Okay, if you're a fully grown man, if you're having sex in fornication as an adult, you can no longer call your mama mama. You have to call her mom. All right. Hey, mom. <laughs> you can't be like, hey, mama. Mama! Mama! <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> oh, man. Brothers, man, we got to grow up. Y'all always acting like, he said after 12, y'all always acting cool. And then when it's time to mama, mama, and they're just calling for their mama. Grown ass. And this dude probably walking around talking about he get free pussy too. I get pussy for free, man. Okay. Bruh. At the time of Jesus. Hey, man, didn't I tell you about this emotional maturity? I told you about this. Um, he said, coach's neighbors, they listen to me. They probably called the police. He called it for his mama, black man. Hey, here's the thing. He said, that's a male, not a man. I talked about this. And when we talked about age, I said, let me put the new banner up. I said, age does not determine anything but the calendar, right? So chronological age, that, that that's what happens. You say it's your birthday today and you're, it's your 30th birthday. Chronolog chronologically, you're 30 years old. But that's what that's the only thing age determines. There's also mental age, emotional age. There is actually physical age. All right. So these are all different things that age alone can't determine. 
for instance, there are people, remember Greg Oden from Ohio State? He played in the NBA for a cup of coffee with the Ohio, with the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Well, Greg Oden was like 19, but he looked 47, right? His physical and his physical body age was about 47. All right, probably 37, 36. So Greg Oden physically was an old man. Age-wise, chronologically, he probably, we can we knew he was 18 or 19, but his mental age could have been as young as 15 up to 25. So that's the same as when people say, oh, oh, this person's this and that age-wise. It doesn't tell you much. Like gymnast, female gymnast, female gymnast, female gymnasts probably are all 14 or 15. Physical age to be determined 12 to 20. All right. And then emotional age, probably 20 to 19. You can, and you never tell. So this is why it's weird for people to just say age and say, oh, because a person can be built physically like a man or even a female. A young female could be overly developed and she can have the physical characteristics, but the age chronologically is not there. And it can be vice versa. You can have a Ling Ling who's 43 years old and built like a 19-year-old. She Her physical age is 19. Okay? And so then you say, well, she uh, you, physically she looks 19. So is, it, is there anything wrong with that? Uh, white women tend to look 10 years older than their actual chronological age. So a white woman could be 32 and physically look 47. <laughs> right? She hit 32, like two, five years prior, she looked actually within her age range, maybe a little bit older. So she was 25, she looked 27. Once she hit 32, she looks 46. Mm. <laughs> like real quick. You're like, I can't tell if you're a MILF or if you're like a, a late person going to college at in their later years. Like where? So we can't figure out what what what's what with age when you just give the age. And with that being said, this is typically happens. This black male, he's older. You can see he has a beard. He's somewhere in his 30s, but he has the mental age or the emotional age of a 15 year old, maybe even a 12 year old. If he's asking for his mama, man, you're a man. You need to determine what your rights are at this particular point. Crying is not going to help you. So just because you're 30 doesn't mean you should be treated like a 30-year-old. Mentally or emotionally, you could be 15 or 12. And that man right here, and I've, I've talked about this. I've talked about this. This is actually something that negatively afflicts, afflicts black men. And black men, I tell you, dude, this is, this is something that I think more people should discuss. Of course, when they discuss it, they're going to steal it from me. But I think black men, are they tend to look older than their age. Their age. Across the board, you will find a guy is 16. He's 260 pounds, six foot six, and he's 16 years old. He's an offensive lineman, and he looks like he's 30 with some kids. <laughs> he looks like he's 30. And what will happen is the police will encounter this gentleman. He's six foot two, 260, built like a rock, built like a whole man. And uh, when he crumbles into pieces mentally or emotionally, mostly emotionally, he'll crumble into pieces because he's 12 years old mentally. He's 12 years old. Yeah, Zion Williamson is another example. It's hard to believe he's a 22-year-old. 
but Zion Williamson probably emotionally is 15 or 16, but he's physically built like a 29-year-old uh, man. So what happens is um, these men, unfortunately, when they're out in the real world, even the women will treat these guys, oh, he's a man, and he's 22. He don't know how to work his stroke yet, but the woman will be 30, but he'll be built like a 35-year-old man, and then they'll try to have a relationship with him, and he's 12 inside. Somebody said the cops were shook on me. Yeah, there's some men that are like, there's some young black men that are just built like men, but they are like boys. They're not only boys age-wise, they're boys even emotionally development. They're they're even younger than that. And sometimes these dudes get beat the hell. They get the they get the snot beat out of them <laughs> because people think they're a whole grown ass man. So you guys got to watch out, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. I wish people would actually discuss this a lot more. Even women will treat that. And, and young women get this treatment as well. So young women will be overly developed. They'll, dude, there's a funny clip. I guess this Twitch streamer, this Twitch streamer got in trouble. I didn't play the clip because I don't want to promote stuff like this, but this Twitch streamer got in trouble. I guess he would invite people to pop up on his Twitch. And this girl pops up. And um, she's thick. She's extra thick. Like, she ain't thick like I like it, but she was thick. I mean, and she she pops up on the screen, and he's like, whoa, you thick. And then she stops, and she says, I'm 13 years old. Now, the guy says, I don't care. Turn around. Let me see it. And she turns around, and she claps her butt. <laughs> right? So, but but the way she was built, it wasn't, it wasn't Sneeko. It was a black guy. And I was going to play it on here, but I didn't want to push that. I actually am very selective of what I put on here. And um, she did not look like a 13-year-old. She was not built like a 13-year-old. So um, he got a little backlash. He got, uh, you know, I think he had to he had to apologize. He, had, he was about to get canceled. He had to apologize. This happened within the last couple of weeks. And um, again, again, that's another example. And she was built not like a 13-year-old, and then she told him, and he still ran that red light. And I was like, yikes. You got to watch out. And some for some reason, and women can attest to this, a lot of women who are overly developed at a young age get treated like women, and they're not ready for it. And they this is, they also, um, they also, um, they actually have scars from this their entire life, right? They have scars from this because, not only are the boys talking about them, adults are talking about them. Adult males are, are, you know, just imagine if you're 13 or 14, you're just overly developed and men are approaching you, grown men, old men, young people. I mean, women are talking about you. Um, I actually had a friend that I grew up in the church with that that happened to. Okay. Um, a girl that I grew up in the church with, which I remember, you know, I was kind of probably like an early teen and she was like, nine or 10, but I moved away and came back. And by the time I came back, she was 14 and she had, she, I, I'm not going to describe it, but she was huge on the top and everybody talked about it with her every day. Not if not, not only her mother, her, her cousins, her, her, her aunts. I mean, it was a source of conversation because it was almost hard to miss and I couldn't believe it. I was like, what in the hell? And that probably scarred her life. That probably scarred the poor girl um, the rest of her life because she probably was treated either unfairly 
or or whatever. She probably was treated just at, and forced to grow up really fast, forced to grow up really fast. So that's the difference between age, mental age, physical age, chronological age. And it probably scarred her going forward with relationships if she didn't get that repaired, um, you know, and it probably didn't even look very well after 19. So it probably was an absolute crazy. It's probably traumatic. Absolutely, absolutely traumatic. But um, anyway, um, anyway, yeah, they're going to develop to imagine, imagine. So let's get to the next one here. Straggling sniggle. Oh, hey, what about a woman who is um, a woman is a strong personality? What do you think of women who lead men in relationships? We're going to take you to a street interview. And I like this street interview. Take a look at the couple here. He has a basically a gordita. All right, she's a gordita in the making. I mean, you can tell she got flaps already here. She got she definitely a gordita, and she's about five foot one, five foot two. Her head bigger than a, you know, like a toddler. Her head is about a third of her whole body, and definitely got that football print coming out here. And uh, he's happy. Look at the guy. He has a relationship, guys. This is what happens when you have a relationship or you don't have a relationship and you think everybody else, everybody else that has a relationship is better than you. But uh, and you're going to find out. You're definitely going to find out that that is not the case. Take a listen to this. For a relationship, when a man leads or when a woman leads? I think that's situational. I think you can take lead at different points. What do you say? In our relationship, it's when a woman leads. For me, I have a strong personality. I'm very decisive. I know what I want. More organized in my thinking. But he, he leads in other ways. It's a compromise. Give and take. Sure. You agree with that? For sure. <laughs> All right. So a uh, quick quick little conversation here. My man got his merce on. We need to give guys who wear merces a, 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 a pause, a pass for a second. Because you don't know what's in that merce. Um, if you see a man with a merce in an open carry state, stop asking what's in the merce because you might find out and you might see the jammies whip out on you stop asking me if i'm carrying a bag stop asking me why i'm carrying this bag <laughs> right there's something in there ninja all right but uh there's something heavy but anyway you know what i mean people never think about that people never think about that why he got a burst i got a burst cuz ninja mm. clickety clack all right stop asking me what's in the bag ninja <laughs> If you ever see me with a bag, just know, Ninja, I don't, I, my jeans too tight to care. Anyway, let dudes carry bags because that's probably what's in there. All right. So anyway, it's more than chapstick in there, Ninja. All right. Anyway, let's get to it. This gentleman here, he probably got a strap on in there the way this woman's talking to him. Uh, some of these women are straight up out of pocket. She too little and tiny. She got on even platform heels. All right. <laughs> she even got on platforms. This woman is five feet tall, talking shit, talking about she got a strong personality. Hey, man, you too small to be all talking this shit out here. Here we go. You think it's better for a relationship when a man leads or when a woman leads? I think that's situational. I think you can take lead at different points. All right, and take lead at different points. Not I, man. Listen, all right, you're going to have to lead when it's quiet. What do you say? In our relationship, it's. Oh, God, in a relationship. And look at him. He's sitting there. He's just happy that every now and then he get topped off by this woman. And every day he's with her, she actually expands. All right. And so she did what when he first got with her, she wasn't didn't look like this. All right. Now she looked like a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. And it's only going to get worse. But uh, this is why you never look at people in relationships and think, oh, they're happy. 
Okay, here we go. It's when a woman leads. In a relationship is when a woman leads. And look at him. Mm-hmm. He's showing his teeth out here. Look. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. So you're like, man, I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. And then this the girl you get. This the girl. Now, when this guy breaks up with her, she's going to be out left in the cold. Nobody else picking this up. All right. So she what she needs to do is tread softly and lightly, because if she runs him off, nobody else is going to ever date her with this strong personality shit. For me, I have a strong personality. That equals a this is what a strong personality means. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. Anyway, I'm very decisive. I know what I want. More organized. More organized. And look at his eyebrows go up. Huh? Huh? More organized. What you trying to say? Hey, what you trying to say? Hey, what you trying to say? More organized. What is this shit? You trying to embarrass me in public? Hey, one thing you not about to do is embarrass me in public. This about to be the last time you talk to me like this. All right. You're not about to take a shot at me. All right. What you about to do is you about to tell me how much of a king I am in front of this man. You saw why do women think they're going to embarrass me, embarrass they man in public? Hey, man, I know this is an interview, and I know your ass ain't thought about this, but what you're going to do is not tell me what's wrong with me and how you better than me. What you better say is this is my king. That's what you better say out your mouth, <laughs> right? You more organized. I'm sorry. And look at him. He's sitting there taking the bullshit, the disrespect. What, what, what else you got to say? My thinking. <laughs> organizing my thinking and then she hit him with the little elbow jab like that looks familiar that looks familiar did you catch that so she basically like hint hint mm. he, he leads in other ways like what spell it out H- how is it how, how do I lead it's a compromise oh boy you mean mm. you mean it's your way or the highway Give and take. Give and take. I bet you you don't take nothing. You just give, give, give. He the only one taking. Sure. You agree with that? For sure. Yeah, I will agree with that. Mm. All right, I agree with that. Yep, I put my pillow in the face for her most of the time. I ask her for some punani most of the time. And if she's not in the mood, I just take, uh-huh. If she wants to have sex with another man in front of me, sure. Where's where's uh Destiny at? Where's Destiny? This is the Destiny type ninja today. These are these soft, tippy-toe-ass ninjas. This ninja running around here. With pink shoelaces, man. What's wrong with men today? Do you think it's... What's wrong with men today? Better for a relationship when a man leads or when a woman leads? I think that's situational. I think you can take lead at different points. What do you say? In our relationship... Oh, wait. It's down here. He's confident in his masculinity right here. Look at him. Look at this, man. What's wrong with these dudes today? Y'all new ninjas. What is wrong with y'all new ninjas? Y'all got tight-ass pants, cuts in your jeans, and look at my man's shoes, pink-ass shoelaces. Purse, Merce. My man definitely used to. Man, what are we doing? <laughs> he secured his masculinity, man. We gone, man, as men. He got his knees out. Aren't Isn't this what women wear? This is what women wear. I want to be like the women. I'm going to put holes in my jeans, too. I'm going to show you I'm securing my masculinity by wearing pink. Let me check them fingernails. Does he have, does he have his nails painted up? What is going on here? Tight-ass shirt-ass ninja. Tight shirt-wearing ninjas. All right, I'm, I'm a tight shirt-wearing nude, too. I'm, I wear my shirts tight. All right. Anyway. Nudging me. Hey, man. Hey, ladies. 
<laughs> hey, ladies, y'all gotta y'all gotta stop talking shit about y'all man in public. All right, the minute one woman you go talk, hey, as soon as you talk some nonsense about me, it's a rapsky. All right, you've already just sealed your fate. Speaking of sealing your fate, there's a rapper here. Forgive me, I don't know who he is. His face looks familiar, but I'm gonna try to pronounce his name as YK Osiris. Now, there's also a young lady, a straggle. He's definitely a sniggle. He's you're gonna catch him sniggling here in a minute. But there's a woman named Sukiyama. All right, it sounds Asian, but she doesn't look Asian. And she looks like a straight up straggle. Look at this, man. She got a tattoo on her face, fam. Oh, my Lord. And let's give her the oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Well, nonetheless, Sukiyama to me, I, I don't know what she does, but she's a cock tease. This is what she is. I think she likes attention. What does she do? Is she a porn star? Is she a porn star? I don't even know what she is. All right. But I've actually just saw in the last couple of minutes preparing for the show that um, that um, she was on a show, another show with Candy Burris from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And uh, she was talking about she was talking, you know, she seems like she probably talks about sex, but really is not about that. She probably is one of these girls that want the lights turned off and, you know, the blinds closed and she doesn't want to take her socks off and don't pull her weave. She seems like a, a prude in bed. But another guy was actually sexually harassing her on the stage. I mean, that's what they would call it, where he was pushing up on her and basically saying he's going to do nasty stuff to her. Now, here's the funny thing about it. She appeared uncomfortable while he was talking like this. But what I'm assuming is previously before he was on the show, she was probably, you know how women do it. Oh, I'm going to talk about sex and I'm going to talk about sex. And then when you talk about it back to them, they'd be like, oh. And so she came off as aggressive. And, uh, um, you know, a sexual nature. And then the guy came on. And he was like, I'm a double down on nasty. And he doubled down on super duper nasty on her. And then she got quieted up. She got quieted. She was like, mm. so those were the two clips that I seen. Now, here's YK Osiris allegedly being accused by, I believe, Sukiyama and others of sexual assault. Here we go here. And um, I'll roll this beautiful being footage. I'm going to say. According to the definition, he indeed did this. All right. Um, but she would have to take him to court. Let's take a look here. Here it is. Oh, there's no sound, but don't worry about it. Uh, he is pictured in the video behind her massaging her. And as you can see, I always tell you game ninjas and you charming. This is what I warn you about with dudes that are acting to charm with women. You can't read the room. Let's go ahead and play it. And so here he is. He's going for a kiss. He's doing mode one. Look at this ninja over here. Look at this guy right here. I think that's that comedian. I don't know his name. Look at his eyes. Bug the hell out. So he's going in for the kiss. And there it is. <laughs> Look at his face. He knows that's a sexual assault. That is a charge. And uh, there it is right there. She's pulling away. She's definitely pulling away. And he's sniggling. I, is that little Duval? Little Duval? I've been telling you guys, this is what the stuff I talk about where I warn you about. Sometimes you guys go way too far. You guys go way too far. And now these guys are looking at him. This guy's eyes are booked. Like, dude, what are you doing? Now, some people might say that's not a sexual assault. Guys, this is the very definition of it. This is the very definition of it. And this is what I warn you about. This is a new day. Now, 20 years ago, you might could have got away with this. 
This is why I say the 90s are over, game is dead, all this shit, all this shit that y'all talking about. This right, you can't do that now. Like you really can't do like the massage was almost a sexual assault. This is a new day, guys. Now, here we go. Here he says, I'm shocked and disgusted. Uh, let me show you here. It doesn't even end there. Here he goes. He's still smiling. And she's like, what the hell? Oh, the humanity. And she, I think she's saying, don't touch me. And look at this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. Now, he's still sniggling. He's sniggling. But Lou Duval said, I don't see shit. Lil Duval said, uh, my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. I'll play the whole thing again. And he's still sniggling. Niggas always gotta show they wow. Like, this is the activity that I say, man. A lot of guys are trying to encourage. No, man, be direct. And like, you think you own these women, guys. This is 2023. Lil Duval, <laughs> Lil Duval, my ninja changed up, switched up quick. I don't see a damn thing. Now, here's the thing. They're going to take some heat on this as well because this is a literally, this is crossing the line, bro. And uh, here's the funny thing. Look at Lil Duval. He said, I don't see Nathan. And look at him. He's still sniggling. See, this is what's wrong with men today. He think he did something. And then he going to his bodyguard, his bodyguard like, bruh, no, I'm not dapping you up for that shit. And he's still uh-huh. This is guys, I'm telling you, even if she's a whore, a hooker, OnlyFans model, a 304, a skeezer, I don't care, guys. Look, I'm I'm straightening y'all up. I'm straightening y'all up. This is a dude, just putting your hands on women. Even this mode one thing. Mode one was cool in 2001. Today, y'all, y'all you looking to catch a charge. Y'all looking to catch a charge. And I'm not trying to diss Ellen Roger Curry. I'm just saying. Some shit is dated. Some shit don't count no more. Even with skeezers, even with a, oh, like you saw the woman earlier. This woman looks like a skeezer. But guess what? You can still get your ass arrested out here. This is what I'm talking about. He said that's a warm approach. Look at this. Man, almighty, this is absolutely disgrace. It's despicable. Even the gentleman, and he's still smiling, bro. Oh, man. Uh, man, oh, man. Oh, no. Yeah, he got gay. He got the mouthpiece, all right. He definitely got the mouthpiece. And look at his mouthpiece right now. Niggas always gotta show they Why does he think this is funny? Is he on drugs? It doesn't matter, man. He said that's not the first time. Why does he think? What does he think is funny about this? Man, listen, in the 1990s, you might have got away with this shit. In the 1990s, you might have been able to roll up on a girl and do that. I'm listen. I'm not. A, I'm not saying I did anything. I'm just saying it could have. You know what I mean? Like it was just a different time. This is crossing the line. This is <laughs> wow. I want to see her reaction at the bat. He, wow. And somebody said he didn't kiss everybody at the party. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure she got some kids in her mouth too. She definitely got kids in her mouth. I'm surprised he didn't do more touching than this. This is, I mean, wow, unbelievable. I want to see what a reaction was when he walks away because I definitely can't see it. That's definitely a no. That would be a no. And let me see if she's smiling. Um, I can't tell. I can't tell if she's smiling. Um, she probably looking at the men and said, well, y'all didn't do nothing. Mm. 
So, gentlemen, I'm telling y'all, man, you guys have to, you guys have to kind of read the room, man. It's a new day. You know, women have definitely way more rights and can be way more outspoken and way more heard about things. And you can lose a lot of freedom. You can lose your freedom. She's married. You can lose your freedom over that. Just imagine going to jail for that. Just just that. And you thought it was cool. You obviously she obviously was not cool with it. So let's have some new let's have some new standards, man. We got to make new rules for dudes. We can't just go back to uh can't just go back to what we used to do back in the day. And what you, you even if you were that dude, like you were like, hey, I'm the dude. I was the man back in the day and I used to do this and I used to do that. And the girls used to love it. Well, today you'll get your ass caught in 4K. You'll get your ass caught in 4K in 20 years down the line. Your ass is on video. Doing the stuff that you used to do that you thought maybe the girls weren't cool with. Maybe the girls weren't cool with it. They just didn't have no video recording of it. All right, let's go to the next one. Straggle here. There's a straggle who is a mother and uh, she's a mother. And uh, here she is. She's suing the school district because, according to her, this OnlyFans model and mom is suing the local school district saying she was sexually, her sexual explicit images were shared amongst staff at her child's school. Bruh, man, we we have jumped the shark. We have jumped the shark. I knew a child like this who a mom had their OnlyFans. You know, this stuff like this happens. But now you're suing the school for a a member site. I mean, yo, what are we doing here? Let's read her complaint. A Florida OnlyFans model is suing her local school district saying sexually explicit images of her were shared among staff at her child's school. Victoria Trice. And it's Florida, of course, 31 years old, is seeking damages from the Orange County Public School, citing cyber harassment and invasion of privacy. A complaint filed Tuesday, she says. According to the complaint, the woman displays sexual, uh, sexually explicit images on her OnlyFans site, but reasonably expected these images would not be shared with the teacher's principal and school district staff. As a result of the dissemination of the images, the woman has suffered shame, humiliation, mental anguish, hurt feelings, and aggravation. Well, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you weren't, you didn't experience any of those things prior to the images being shown around school. You didn't experience any of these things, aggravation, shame, oh man, humiliation. You weren't humiliated. Mental anguish, hurt feelings. These didn't exist before, before, but um, I'm telling you, man, this is going to be a lot more common for young boys. This is going to be common. For young boys, it's common already. I already know this to be the case, and uh, yeah, it could happen to anybody. You could be a YouTuber, and that could happen to you. The school all of a sudden spreads your shit around, and your kids go to school there. So, there was actually another case of a OnlyFans um, model's son who got teased, and he's now suicide. Well, I can't say the word here, but he's now he's now reflective of his life. 
And um, because his mother is an OnlyFans artist and the boys will start picking on him. Guys, if you if your kids are doing if you do OnlyFans by about the fifth grade, by about the fifth grade, the boys will be savvy enough to find your mama's images. And when they find them, they ain't never going to let you forget. Now, it's another regular chick. Uh, but this happened to a, a kid that I know. I actually um know the kid very well. I'm not. I'll just say that. And I also know the mom very well. And she was a legit playboy playmate of the year. All right. She was a legit playboy playmate of the year. Now, here's the funny thing about it. <laughs> The way the the way the relationship developed between me, the mom, and the kid, like I trained the kid and I started to train the mom, but I was introduced to them. I was introduced to them by another parent, and the first thing they said was, "She's a playmate of the year." <laughs> right. So that was the first thing they said. Like that's how they introduced me, and um, she wasn't. She wasn't over the top dressed. So this is one thing that women have to understand. Most celebrities that I know, most celebrities that I know, even actors and people in Hollywood and rap, they don't dress overly like like women dress overly out when they go out. But celebrities tend to dress less than. And they dress with less makeup and less hair and less because this woman was legit playmate, playboy, playboy, playmate of the year. So when she went out, she was one of those that was very attractive and she was attractive without makeup. It was so much so that if you saw her, you would be like, man, she's a really cool girl. And, but then when you see her images on the internet, you're like, whoa, God damn. Like she goes from, she goes from an eight to a nine and a half, just like that. You're like, wow. All right. But when you see her, you kind of thought she was a ditzy girl. She was ditzy. She, but she was not overly doing it. I only saw one time she had a tank top on and she had some breast implants. She had a tank top on and like she was out. I think the tank top even said something like hot mom or something like that. And I was kind of like, that's kind of tacky. <laughs> right. But other than that, she was never, I've never seen her. I never seen her during the day dressed up, like dressed up and with an effort. And she still looked good. She still looked good. But the funny story about it was, this young boy at the time was in, in about the fifth and sixth grade. And he was the same age as my son. So that's kind of how we all got introduced. And around this time, the kids his age started and the principals and the administrators. This dude was getting bullied. This young boy was starting to get bullied because around this time, the, the news was out to the boys. Right around this time, because this is like fifth, sixth grade. The boys are getting curious about girls. They starting to be able to be savvy on the internet, and they just look shit up. So right about this time, the boy he started getting bullied. I was like, damn, he had like low. The dude, he was a good kid too, man. I mean, he's still alive, but they had to move to another state because the dude, man, I felt sorry for the kid. I was like, damn, kid, like damn, yo, my bruh. <laughs> yeah. And he was just a he was just a good old kid. He was like um, he was like Opie Cunningham and shit. He was like Opie. To me, he was like Opie. He was just so innocent and pure and, and cool. And the mom spoiled the shit out of him. He was the only only child, dude. There's so much more out of this story I can tell you, but I don't do my people like this. Like if I'm cool with you, I don't trash you. So there's so much to this story, man. But he was a cool. She was a single mom, of course, and um. 
dude, he would be getting trashed. But he would come in, he was all jipper and innocent and not a not a not a bad bone in his body. He says, Would have folded up the mom cup. Would I have folded her up? Oh, bruh. That would have been a good day. That'd have been a good day. But um, yeah. But it's uh yeah, <laughs> that would have been a good ass day. So uh anyway. It was a uh, crazy man, but I was seeing it. In, I was seeing this play out over years, where this boy would grow up fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, and like he was just getting hammered. Like the kids did not treat him nicely. It they did not treat him nicely, and it wasn't because he was a um he was kind of like you know innocent, and the boys ahead of him they were probably not as innocent. And uh, one thing about children, one one thing about children. Somebody says prop to you, props to you for not abusing your relationship with her. Hey, man, I got real big discipline around here. That's what I'd be trying to tell y'all when money's and she used to pay me a lot of money too. Um, she used to pay me a lot of money to mentor and train. I wasn't mentoring him, but I trained him. My sons, they all play sports together. So that's, that's why there's a bigger story. I'm not trying to put the story and give y'all too much information. So they were in the same grade. They play sports together. So we were always around and I coached my kids sports. So if you put the story together, they all looked up to me. And then she would be like, can you train him for this? Can you do that? And here they, she would introduce me to other kids. And she, then I started training her. So I got to tell you, man, when it comes to business with me, when it comes to business, I draw a hard line with women. I draw a hard line with women. I And you guys can't do it. You guys will mess up your whole business over a piece of peace leave. And I never, I never do that shit. I coached college basketball, high school basketball, trained, lived with women. I can draw a line with them. I can draw a line with women. Now, it's hard. It ain't easy. Uh, but you got to remember, once you get two pieces of peace leave from her, it's over. Like, the thrill is gone, but the damage is done. And you can damage your entire res- reputation. So I had to draw a hard line. You know, they would go spend the night with each other. She would... Dude, my, she would like, bring your son over, let him spend the night. She would treat him, pay for stuff. She would buy him state dinners. This is an Orange County mom. Dude, she would spoil everybody. She was super cool. But I would not, I would not cross that line because there was money on the line. And there was my reputation. But after you bang twice, now what? And But now they have the leverage over you and your reputation gets dragged and then people start talking in the community. So you got to have discipline. You cannot mess up your bag out here. This is why I also be like, don't date at work. What's the point? Don't date at work. Go, 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 go to the junior college, man. You can, if you want to get it off, go to the junior college. Draw the line. The bag is not worth fumbling for a piece of stinky piece leave. Trust me. I've been there, done that. It ain't worth it. Just going over to the junior college, man. But, uh, you know, uh, let me do let me do this here. But I've seen this play out, unfortunately, and uh, they actually end up having to move to another state as you started to get older uh, just to start over and get get out of that imagery, man, because it was getting tough. It was getting critical for that young boy. And she was still she's still out there. Look, I'm gonna look her up. (laughs) I'm gonna look her up. I think she probably has OnlyFans. I've I've seen her on other stuff, but I don't really look her. It's hard for me. You know, what's funny. It's hard for me to look at her like this, to be honest with you. I hope y'all can't see what I'm typing, but I'm looking her up. Let's see if she has OnlyFans. She has acting credits. She's on Twitter, Instagram. She has her Playmate of the Year. 
uh, let's see here. I will give you the year, but let's see here. It was in the 2000s. It was in the 2000s. I wonder if she has OnlyFans. I would be surprised if she did not. Let me see here. Doesn't say she does. But there are some, there are some images on her online, bro. All right, let me see here. Like she has some video, video. Oh boy. Yeah, I can't show this on Twitter. I can't show this on YouTube. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, man. I don't know if she doesn't have one, but she used to have money. She used to have mad money on her hands, bro. I was like, she was never broke. She was never broke. Uh, anyway, what are we doing here? Let's get, do we, I got, do I got one more? Oh, I do got one more straggle and sniggle here. Malik Yoba. Uh, Malik Yoba. Let's go right here. Malik Yoba out here. Remember Malik Yoba for you uh, young guys. Malik Yoba was on one of the best TV shows that came out in the 1990s. Malik Yoba was on a show called New York Undercover, and it changed the history of television. All right. Before then, hip hop was not featured on television in this manner. Hip hop was still somewhat passe. All right. Yeah, the Ashy Lip Ninja. Hip hop was still kind of hip hop has started to cross the line and become more of a um, commercial sensation right around that 90s, right when it went back towards the East Coast. Right. Right as the West Coast was kind of phasing out, the East Coast came up. Well, um, Andre Harrell, I believe, was the executive producer or at least the music coordinator for New York Undercover. And then he started featuring hip hop acts and or background music instead of like some jazz shit and some Algero on on um on um Hill Street Blues. They would put hip hop acts, uh, hip hop music as background. And it was a very much a transition it was a definitely one of those shows that changed everything, the direction of television, right? And it made it says it made Fox mainstream. Yeah, it helped out Fox in their viewership. So Malik Yoba was uh, one of the undercover cops in this show. I don't know what he's he's been in like some Tyler Perry shit in between there, maybe Best Man or something like that. But um, M uh, Malik Yoba was that was that was how he got his fame. But Malik Yoba has since then, I don't know what he's been in much. Uh, but uh, has since then been a fodder for controversy because i believe it's been like he's kind of a bias he's i can't say what he is but it's new, new, wait, new, new. it's more like reading rainbow he kind of dates men and women right and he might date some cross-dressing people or something like that in fact it was uh discovered that malik yoba had a dating app he was on a dating app while he was in new york and people were surprised that a celebrity would be on dating apps like bumble and tinder and as a result, it kind of got exposed that he actually is bi potentially bi and um, of accepting of the reading rainbow community. Let's give them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's actually been featured. You can look this up on the Internet. So as a result, yeah, I think he's bi. He said, nah, he, hey, I didn't know what it was here. But hey, it, look, look. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, <laughs> I think he's a trisexual. He tries anything. Uh, but this is, I think, alleged. I'm not sure. Well, as a result here, he is on, uh, I think, one of like the Breakfast Club. And sitting across from him are three, which I would think transitioning people. So they look like women, but these are these are people in the Reading Rainbow community. Since it's Pride Month, Malik Yoba is trying to talk and talk about that he's accepting of this. However, they trip him up 
because he's misgendering them or he's mispronouncing them. And then watch how he shuffles his way through this. This is absolutely crazy. Listen to Malik Yoba start shuffling. And yes, his lips are still ashy. Wasn't he on um, Empire as well? I think he was on Empire as well. But let me go ahead and play it. So for all of you cisgender women, naturally born women who think that trans women... Assign, not naturally born. Again, not naturally born. I Nothing about that is natural. Okay, so what I'm saying is... For you, women, what's the language? Assigned Sign. female at birth. Okay, so for women who are assigned female at birth and stick to that. And for whom that is consistent with how they identify. And who, for whom that's, that's a lot of words. Who, stick with it. Okay. You, you, you are in a commitment or a stance. Yes, do the work. Yes, do Here the work. Go. Come on. Teach me. Say it again. Do the work. Do it again. For whom. For whom. It's consistent with how they identify. Okay, so for women who had, who were assigned female at birth and uh, it's consistent with how they identify. That's right. Right. So for those women who. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What, what you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Well, see, this is what happens. This is what happens. He said, "They said get it right." This is what happens when. You try to be, okay, I'm on your side. That's what he's basically like. I'm on your side, and I'm going to try to tell it, and I'm going to do But then there's so many rules and so much of this bullshit that now they got control over you. And they probably got some other bedroom control, allegedly probably what's going on there. There's, there's some flirtation and dynamics going on. They telling him, well, you standing up you standing up for us, so you need to get it right. And, and you, 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 uh, you, you campaigning for us, so you need to get it right. Now they bullying him. <laughs> now they bullying him. And they making him say all these words and shit like what the mm. hell man look man look at least be like look i'm I'm trying to campaign for y'all man not y'all trying to embarrass me see this is what happens you try to even try to hang out with them and get it right and then they still treat you like a piece of shit here and making them say all these words let's listen to it again so for all of you cisgender women Naturally born women who think that trans women assign not I'm naturally a, born a, again, a, okay. not naturally born. Why you bending the knee, man? He bending the knee to a little man. You should have just got up and walked away, man. Look again, you nothing me. about that is natural. Okay, so what I'm saying, is, what did he say? I, let me go back to what he said because I'm confused. So, for all of you cisgender women, he called them cisgender. Okay, naturally born women, naturally born women. I think that's where they got pissed. He said cisgender, naturally born women. What? We think that trans women. Assigned, not naturally I'm born. Again, okay. not naturally born. Nothing about again, it is I told natural. You I make mistakes. I nothing, make, look, again, nothing about that is natural. Nothing about what is natural. Mm. Nothing about what is natural. A naturally born woman's not natural. Nope, man. What? What? What are we doing here? What? Okay, so what I'm saying is. For you, women, what's the language? Assigned female at birth. Okay, so assigned female at. Okay. So for women who are assigned female at birth and stick to that, and for whom that is consistent with how they identify, and who for whom that's that's a lot of words. Who stick with it? Okay. You, you you are in a commitment. Or a you in a commitment? No, I ain't. I ain't committing to nothing. Well, you know what? Hey, this, hey guys, this is what happens when you get uh when you get the strap on put on you. This is what happens when you go ahead. Remember, you got to have discipline out here. This is why you then, once you lose leverage, he done lost leverage because they got secrets on him. They didn't dug him out. Allegedly, I'm just alleging this. They didn't dug him out. Somebody said gold dust. <laughs>
Somebody said gold dust giving him the third degree. Man, who is that? He said that. Oh, my Lord. So Seven already dug him out. Now all of a sudden they making him do the work. You in the commitment. I ain't getting the I didn't commit to Nathan. I ain't commit to Nathan. Oh my Lord. What? I'm in the Kahoo? Kahoo? Stick with it. Okay. You, you, you are in a commitment for a stance. Yes, do the work. Yes, do commitment for a stance, so I'm gonna hold you accountable. Nah, nah, man. Mm. Uh, uh. Hell, no, no. Do work. Come on. Teach me. Say it again. Do the work. Do it again. For who? Damn, they threatening him. Look how they talk to him. This is straight up disrespect. This is what happens when you get dug out by the uh, gold dust in them. Yeah. Do the work. Do Damn, look how they talking. Listen to this, bro. Watch. Teach me. Say it again. Do the work. Teach me. Teach me. This is some sexual shit, bro. What the, what the? Oh, my goodness. Come on. Teach me. Say it again. Do the work. Do it again. For whom? For whom? It's consistent with how they identify. Okay. Who going? Who's saying all this? Who is going to say all this? This is out. Uh, this is out of line, y'all. Whoever agrees with this, y'all need to really. I don't have time to put this together. Come on. Teach me. Say it again. Do the work. Do it again. For whom? For whom? It's consistent with how they identify. Okay, so for women who had who were assigned female at birth, and it's uh, consistent with how they identify. That's right. Right. So for those women who... Anybody, is there a goat going to come out? Is When's Billy goat? Where's the nanny goat about to come out? Is Satan going to be here too? This is absolutely reprehensible, man. Nobody got time for all this. I mean, if your self-esteem is this low, man, look, man, we could get, we could get this done without doing all of this pledging to the nanny goat. It you want me to place in the nanny goat next? What are we doing? I don't got no time for this. Hey, Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. <laughs> this is too much out here. I think people think we got time on our hands. I don't have time on my hands. Um, you know, but this is all has to do with people's lust. Apparently, he's bowing down and he's doing a lot of bowing down or something. He wants something to go down. And now he's pledging his allegiance to this commitment and they're forcing him to completely disrespecting him and pushing him into submission all for some coded words and language that is this, this is a big of a deal. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, let me get to some super chats. What do we got here? Sucker for love. Ninja said you ain't seen LA until you've had a Figaro of 50. Oh man, I haven't. So I haven't seen LA. I haven't even, well, I have been on Figueroa. I was recently on Figueroa. Not for those reasons. But, um, you know, me, I can't, my memory is very, very bad in terms of what I, what I do and when I'm doing it. So I can't even remember well uh, when. But I was recently on Figueroa last time I was in L.A. All right. And I didn't see any, any girls. All right. But I wasn't on the right side. I was more towards, I was more towards downtown L.A., Figueroa. So, it's kind of you got to kind of go down a little bit further to go on Figueroa. I was um I was over there by the Staples Center essentially. All right, y'all like yeah 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 ninja yeah. It's barbecue in there. All right, uh, shout out to Maryland guy. Shout out to you in the weight room. Speaking my mind says more than the ten fingers. Ninja Snuggle says I was giving this Kaylee a pedicure yesterday, huh? And she sound just like that gordita, and she sound way more pro fem. But she was like, my man pays 90% of the bills, though, but um, because he makes more than me. And she sound like more than nothing. All right, man. Well, she's a messed up. She's messed up. What city are you in? Joe K says, Yoba getting whipped into the ropes, shuffling. 
Uh-huh. And JC says he's still undercover coach. Gold Dust shagged him. Mm. Shout out to Gold Dust out here. Gold Dust getting ran through on my show today. Yikes, reprehensible. We got some brothers in here kicking it in. Uh, we got ELS says, tell them to boss up, coach. Rent is due. Boss up, ninja. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Indeed. Thank you, ELS. We got my man Leroy. He says, uh, 12-year marriage. She hit the wall. I-N-H. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. And she <laughs> skedaddled. <laughs> then he says, I'm 38, a little nervous getting back in the marketplace in monk mode till I get back. Okay, 12-year marriage, so you got married in the year 2010, 2011. So you probably were still dating as early as, you know, we'll give it a year, let's say two years, three years. So you've been off the market since 2010 or nine, 2010 or nine. Um, whew, gentlemen, he's going to re-enter the world. Uh, pray for our brother, man. Pray for our brother. The world he left does not exist anymore. <laughs> you basically are in, you're basically a dinosaur coming back. You don't even know what's about to happen to you. You will not believe what's out here going on. This is pre-Instagram. I told you that happened to me. Pre-Instagram. Well, yeah, pre-Instagram, pre-Instagram, pre-dating apps. You guys got to understand, men, this is why married men who talk about shit about here like they single, all right, either you're cheating on your wife, which that's your business, but if you're talking, if you a married man, stay married. Stop talking about shit that's going on out here, okay, because you have no damn clue, <laughs> right? You don't have no clue unless you're cheating on your wife and you out here in these streets too. Well, that's another story. Streets. That's another story, but let's get this straight. That's that happened to me. All right. I got I got I started dating my uh, soon to be future wife at that point before text messaging was a thing. Like text messaging wasn't even a thing like the what was the thing then it was those chirp chirp, whatever phone company had the chirp. Was it Pac Bell? <laughs> like that those phones came out where you didn't have to call. You could just chirp them. That was the modern technology when I was dating my girlfriend slash it was that bubble next tail next tail fuck next tail boo the sky pager or was it no it wasn't boost this was some next tail so um that was the new shit that was the new shit right text messages you couldn't even text back and forth on phones when i was dating and going into my marriage like that's how crazy and that was like 2000 we talking about 2001 2002 that's what we talking about like there wasn't no date. There was dating websites, but there wasn't dating apps. Like it was a, it was a whole different world. And y'all talking about y'all talking about 1990s. It was a different world to 20 years ago. So there wasn't even text messaging yet. Then they became text messaging. Then Facebook didn't even exist. Facebook demon exists. MySpace, MySpace was the animal, and that wouldn't even exist even then when I when I was started. Uh, talking to my uh, then future wife. So there wasn't even MySpace yet, but then MySpace, then Facebook, then, you know, like classmates and social media and uh, what came after Facebook, MySpace, Facebook, and then uh, dating, dating apps. No, dating apps weren't even a thing. Dating websites. 
Black Planet was out by then for sure. Black Planet was out for sure. And um, by then too, Black Planet was out. But like, you, you got to remember, if you went into the world, if you went into the world like that and then you were married and then you get kicked out to the world with the debauchery going on now, right? eHarmony was still a Christian site. eHarmony was still Christian dating. It was still marketed as a Christian Christian dating app. Not even an app. It was a Christian dating website. Okay. But just imagine when the world I went into married, by the time I get out in 2012, 2013, it's a whole new world. <laughs> right? I jumped out in the world. I was like, what? You can swipe and you can get booty delivered. Like, unbelievable. I was like, damn. And then Instagram was just popping off. Meaning like uh, right about 2013, 20, more like 2014, 2015, Instagram became Instagram. Instagram was just a place where you can filter. Most people just put photos of, uh, they would just post on Instagram and use their filters. Like there was no Instagram personalities. There were no Instagram personalities, none. There were no Instagram personalities. And OkCupid was a website. It wasn't a dating app. So, there were no personalities on Instagram in 2012, 2013. No, nobody was Instagram famous. It was just starting out. By about 2015, people started becoming Instagram famous. And uh, about 2014, 2015, that's when the debauchery started happening. Everybody started hooking up on Instagram like crazy. Then people started becoming Insta famous by 2015, 2016. Then the celebrities jumped on around 2017, 2018. So celebrities on Instagram are still relatively new. Yeah, there was no videos on Instagram. Who remembers these days? There was no videos. It was just pictures. And there were no DMs. You couldn't even DM on Instagram. Who's old enough to remember this? You cannot DM on Instagram. What did you have to do? Kick. Somebody just said it. J-Man. There was no DM. It was just comments. So if you liked somebody, what would you do? You would go back. You would go to the oldest photo on their page. You will go to the oldest photo on their page and you would kick, you would say kick. That's what you would say. K-I-K question mark. Because people would get notifications of somebody commenting. And there wasn't that many people on Instagram. So comments, nobody had like thousands of comments. You might have had 25 comments. Barely. So you say, What's your kick? You go back to the oldest photo so everybody doesn't see it on the new photo. <laughs> right. Because you would you would look suspicious if you went on the newest photo. So you see their new photo. You go to their profile. Go to the last photo 38 weeks ago, 52 weeks ago. And then you say, kick me. Man, that those were the days. Those were the days. And there was a lot of stuff in between. So let's just say a prayer for our brothers. Say, and then Snapchat came out as a result of Instagram. In my opinion, it allowed people to share uh, uh, sexual images that people connected with on Instagram. So uh, Snapchat came out as a result of Instagram and then it allowed people to take the conversation because you couldn't do none of that shit on Instagram. There was no, there was no DMs. There was no DMs. So you just had to go to a kick site. You had to go to another messenger and you wouldn't leave your phone number on there or you would put your phone number and then as soon as they text you, you delete the phone number on their comments. Boy, uh, Snapchat 2012. That's when it was invented, but it didn't become popular until it didn't become popular until 
Like just because it was invented that year, it didn't become popular until people found ways to use that shit. So this is like 2013 to 2015. 2013, 2015, going to 2016. And remember, celebrities, when the Snoop Dogg joined, celebrities still did not use social media. It was still, it was still, it was still passe for celebrities to use Instagram and social media. And Snoop Dogg was the first celebrity to go on to Instagram. But before that, celebs would stay off of Instagram. Yeah, 2015 is when IG was lit. That was when it was, that was when it, it was just basically, that's when, um, that's when, um, that's when all the STDs became super, okay? Yep, they were too cool. They were too cool for um, uh, social media. Instagram, they was like, nah. And they would still talk to their publicists and they would still do the uh, paparazzi thing. And then girls started to become Instagram models. Then you started to see the, the uh the look at me and look at me here's my selfie selfies remember selfies that that was where the original selfies look at me my selfie 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 there were no deer noses and dog noses and any of that <laughs> yeah celebs were on twitter instagram they they stayed off of that um anyway just a memory lane i actually were talking about this um for this brother because He's entering in a world, he's entering into a world where he got married and was dating pre all of this. Oh, the duck face. Yeah. <laughs> the duck face. They was like, that was the duck face selfie years. This man got married and was dating and had was engaged before all of this shit. Now we got the junior college ninja. Now we got the junior college. Brother, are you ready for this world? Hold on for a second. Are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? This man, this poor guy going to be, he going to be taking girls on dates to the Cheesecake Factory, this dude. He going to be like, all right, how do I get warmed up? All right, duh. He going to be on Tinder. <laughs> he going to be on Tinder taking girls to the Cheesecake Factory and shit. Pull it out they chair. Oh, what a world, man. It's it's not like this anymore. You're going to be messed up. Yes, yeah, stay monk mode for a little bit and go to the junior college. As somebody once told me after my divorce, a woman told me this. For the next five years, this is my this is my advice to men who get out of divorces. Do not marry again within this five years. In fact, stretch it out to seven and 10 years. Please do not get married again. This is when you're going to do damage to yourself. You're going to meet a girl. She's going to be everything your wife wasn't the last two years. And you're going to only remember your marriage in this last two years and the pain and the breaking up and the frustration. And then some woman's going to come in here. She's going to be 38 years old and she's going to be everything your wife was not the last two years. Women, you should listen to this advice too. And you're going to compare this new woman to your wife, your, your the, the end of your marriage who your wife was at the end of the marriage. And you're going to think this girl's fantastic. Wow, you this and you're in tune and you listen and you touch me and you suck me off and you give me sex anytime I want it. It's going to be everything your wife was not. Only thing is, this person is the worst thing for you. They're going to mess your life up worse than your wife. They're playing a role and they see you as a big old sucker. 
you a big old sucker. Okay? And she looking at you like, I got you. And they sink their claws. They target men like this because you're vulnerable. You're vulnerable. You're easy to sway. And she might be what your wife wasn't the last two years, but you don't even see all of the other bullshit you about to inherit. She got four kids and shit. <laughs> she in and out of jobs. Everything, she's a disaster all across the board. Okay, all you are is horny and she's going to flood you with sex and she's going to make you think, oh, I'm not like her. Don't worry about it. I'd never do it. You're basically going to tell her. You're basically going to tell her everything what not to do. And she's going to eat this shit up. You got because you're going to say, man, my ex-wife was this and my wife did that. And she didn't. She'd be like, really? Oh, my God. I don't get it. Wow. Are you sure she really did those things? I can't believe it. I would never do those things. And you're giving her instructions as to how to. Uh, not F things up, right? She's giving you instructions on how to not mess it up with you. And so she's going to do everything your ex-wife did to you. She's not going to do. She's going to avoid doing everything that triggered you that your ex-wife did. And that's how she's going to sell it. That's how she's going to do it. Okay? Your job is to not get married within the next five to seven years because that's where you're going to do your damage. Number two, do not, I mean, you could get into a relationship, but I encourage you within the next five years, do not get into another serious relationship. Stay away from relationships. Number three, if you want to get into fornication, it's available to you. I would say the easiest method is go to the junior college. Now, dudes that ain't never been married or any of this shit, you don't understand. He's too vulnerable to uh, be out here trying to date people and, and going through the whole Mac thing and learning game. He don't need no game. All right. This is what men don't understand about men coming out of divorce. That's the worst thing he needs to do. Okay. He don't need to learn how to cold approach and learn how to Mac hose and learn how to be dominant over there. He don't, he don't need to learn that. That's going to come later. He need to get out of his system. All of the bullshit with the next 100 women, <laughs> 100. And why do I say 100? Why do I say 100? Because that's probably what he did to marry his first wife. And this is what divorcees need to understand. It took you so many people to settle in on your first spouse. You didn't make your first spouse on a one-off. It took you like bad dates, years, frustration, struggle, uh, a couple of bodies. It took you a while to figure out, hey, I got this one. Now, people who get divorced think they're going to jump into that shit again. And then they force it. And then it's really not there. You need to go. You need to go through the whole gamut again. Start over with the frogs. Start kissing some frogs. Start. You need to start going on bad dates, going through frustration. You need to go through the whole gamut again. All right. If you want. But these people that's left on the marketplace are trash. That's why they still on the marketplace. So what you're going to get is bullshit. Unless you go right to the class of 2023. So then what you do, if you want to get your rocks off, go to the junior college and last bit of advice, don't fall in love with any of these women. Okay. At the junior college, if you are a guy that's privy to falling in love with women who you're intimate with, then my last bit of advice is go monk mode, go monk mode. Cause some of y'all ninjas are some emotional fall in love ninjas. You fall in love with anybody you lay between their legs and you can't handle it. You can't handle it. And there's a lot of guys like that. That's why I tell you this ain't for everyone. Do not go. Do not mess with the junior college. Don't mess with strippers. Don't mess with. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. 
You just going to get manipulated like a mother sucker out here. They going to use your ass and flip you inside out. Yeah, they crying at the segs. They get the first little junior college piece out here and then they crying. <laughs> Do you like me? Was it special for you? Did you really like it? I know you didn't let me kiss you, but <laughs> he says, man, yep, dude, if you a sucker for love, ninja, and you're going to fall in love after a little bit of intimacy, you get it to where you try. Do you like it nice and slow? It's seven o'clock and the drop and then my drop top cruising the street. Baby, tell me what you want to do with me. Got a nigga feeling like Joe to see you hitting it. Oh, caller. Hi, girl. How you doing, baby, baby? How you doing, baby girl? Yeah, did you have a good time last night with daddy? Yeah, you did, huh? Damn, daddy. I bet you're thinking about daddy right now, huh? You want to come see daddy again? She like, yeah, I'll come see you again. I can't wait to come see you, daddy. Yeah, uh-huh. Then you're going to run out of money real quick. Then you're going you gonna to be bleeding money. She's going to hit you up again. She's going to be like, hi, daddy. Damn, daddy. Can I come see you again, daddy? Yeah, baby, yeah. Come see daddy. Ninja, now you out $2,000 in four days, Ninja. <laughs> I really love this, Daddy. Daddy, I love that. I love that salami. I can't wait to see you tomorrow, Daddy. Can I come see you tomorrow? Yep. <laughs> now you out $2,500. Now you out $3,000, $5,000 in two weeks. <laughs> ninja, she like, I got this, Ninja. She telling everybody. She making YouTube videos about you. Man, I didn't met this, Ninja. I didn't met this ninja. This ninja going crazy. Give me five strokes special with the condom on. I ain't gonna kiss this ninja. This ninja talking to me. Hey man, don't even text these women. What do I tell you? If you don't know this, go to coachgregadams.locals.com. Man, don't text them. They don't exist to you until you need them. <laughs> okay. There ain't no, there ain't no court in them. There ain't no how you doing. There ain't no good mornings. That's what you pay for, ninja. All you do is when you need to see them. Come on Thursday. Okay, daddy. Get him, daddy. <laughs> you don't need to text them and, and, and uh, cake on them and, and ask them how they doing. I don't give a shit about how you doing. <laughs> I don't care what your struggle is. I don't care what your brother did. I don't give a damn. In two weeks, hey, you available Thursday? Yes, I am. Okay. Get him, daddy. <laughs> Come on, man. Telling the life story, going back and forth, texting them all the time. Nah, man, bro. Let me try. Let me stop. <laughs> Juan Primera says, get the words right and they'll change them next week. Oh, that's true, too. Yep. You try to do it. You try to do what they want you to do. And then all of a sudden they change the words. You ain't lying. That's a Marxism like a mother sucker. That's a Marxism. That's the crazy thing about it. Because you'll and not only that. Uh, Demi Lovato just changed her pronouns back to he, she, or but no, she, her. So what they'll do is they'll change their pronouns and then you'll call them that and then they'll change it back. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I'm telling y'all, man, I'm giving y'all straight. Yeah, y'all. And then you're going to go Rosky in them, nutting in them. Hey, what? I'm going to tell you what married men do. This is what married men do. I'm giving y'all game. Married men. This is what you do because in your marriage, you let off in your woman. You skied in the club. You shoot up the club. You skied in her guts. Like, it's no big deal. You know when she's on birth control, when she's not. You don't wear condoms. Like, you're not used to it. 
So you've been married 10, 12 years. You ain't put on a Jimmy hat a condom unless you cheated on your wife. Okay. So you're not used to this. All right. You'll go Rosky just on anybody. And then what you'll do is you'll skeet in them in her guts. <laughs> you'll skeet in her belly. Why? Because you're used to doing that. You won't pull out. And she'll be like, do you usually do this with all the girls? Ninja? You don't went raw. You didn't skeet it in her belly. You like, Ugh. she like, yo, man, what you doing? And you like, what? Mm. <laughs> Roski at the Juco. Bruh, y'all be crazy out here, man. Married men don't know, man. They treat their girlfriends, the next girls, like they wise. She like this. She like, hold over. She like, wait a minute. Who are you? Yes. Don't do these things, man. I'm telling y'all, I can write a book on this shit. I see married men do. I see married men doing this shit all the time, and it's sad. Uh, ben says, "Tell them to leave Trevor alone. Tell them Trevor. To, uh, tell he says, then tell Trevor to leave them ladies alone unless they are willing to meet his mama. Yeah, he needs get to him, be, daddy. He needs to be done with that. By the way, let me let me get back to the show." Let me get back to the show. Married men or men divorcing, please listen to my advice. I'm letting you guys know, man. It, it gets hard out there for you because you treat all your next girls like they're your girlfriend and your wife. You start courting them and shit. You want to meet their parents. They looking crazy at you like, what? All right, here we go here. Apparently, there is a, I wanted to talk about this one really briefly here. There is a uh, trans man. Trans man gets emotional after discovering how hard being a man really is. And according to this transgender male, man, man, his name is James, who was born a female, but transitioned to a male eight years ago. He now works as a life coach to help others go through the life change and breaks down in tears in a viral video saying, no one told me how lonely being a man is. Of course, look, now we have male privilege. We have male privilege. It says right here, uh, he weeps while explaining how much easier it was to make friends with open, vulnerable women. It says he could see why the self-deletion rates among males are higher. Wow. Okay. Absolutely crazy. All right. So let's go ahead and take a look ski here. This is the person born female now transitioned into a male. This is why God had rules of nature. All right, that's a handsome feller, right? That's a handsome feller. And so they probably, in their mind, have mass confusion. He or she believes that she's still kind of a woman inside. And so she thinks, he thinks she can talk to women. <laughs> I'm all confused. He thinks he can talk to women like he previously did, but they see him as a male. So he now gets rejected because he's appearing as a male. And females don't like they don't open up to they don't open up to men like this. They just don't. A woman will talk to a woman in public well before they talk to a male. That's just how the world works. But since he's a woman biologically born a woman, he forgot that he can't go up and talk to women no more. Mm. <laughs> Yo, you can't do that no more, sir, ma'am, madam. So here we go right here. Yo, bro, this world, man, send this shit, bro. Send it. Send it, man. We doing too much, man. So take a look, man. I mean, you know, she was kind of brawly already. So this was her. 
uh, G.I. Jane, you know, definitely, man. Boy, them titties way too big be out here, man, trying to fool people. All right. She definitely going to have to ace bandage them damn things up. She look like she could drop at least, you know, a couple of two points and five rebounds that night. She could definitely drop a couple of buckets, maybe about two points. She look like, he, I mean, she don't look like she could be a good basketball player. But in high school, she looked like she could come off the bench and get you five rebounds. No, she can give me five rebounds. I need you to give me five rebounds. What's her first, What's her former name? This is them now. This is the person right here. What are we doing, man? Yo, I can't even. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> man, is this woman pregnant too? What is, I just can't. I just can't. Yeah, she could give me five rebounds. I said, I would check her in. All right, check in. Check in the game right here. Hey, look, do not shoot the ball unless you under the basket wide open on an offensive rebound. Don't shoot it. Uh, but uh, go on and check in. Box out. Give me five rebounds. All right, that's your job. And you got five fouls to give. You got five fouls. Anybody coming to paint, hammer they ass. That's my, that's my coaching to her right here. Anybody coming to paint, hammer them. After the game, she be caking on all the girls. All right, but anyway, uh, take a look here, boy. She Doesn't she look like a dating coach right here? She looked like a dating, I mean, he looked like a dating coach. He looked like a PUA. Dude, how many dating coaches this person look like? Mm. Like, she basically said, I'm going to be a red pill dating coach. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, all right. She basically watched red pill and was like, Oh, yeah, I'm going to be like, uh, name a dating coach. Yeah, I do. They, Christopher, she looks straight up like that dude right here. She definitely looked like a dating coach. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. She was like, I'm going to, it's giving dating coach. It's get, it's getting games muscle. And <laughs> Jesus, this is despicable, man. All right. Get my favorite dating coach and dress up just like him. Loafers. Belt. All right. She did the whole thing. She said, I don't pay either. And I got game. All right. What do we got here? Look, she even put the hat on backwards and shit. Oh, my Lord. You, man, just tell me, man. Said, People aren't well out here. <laughs> People aren't well. You got the Chad. She said, I'm going to be Chad now. And she put the hat on backwards. I can't believe she got rid of that. Take a look at this. You can see that there's a midsection here. Where did it go? Where did it go? Did she get liposuction too? Just like a dating coach. You know these dating coaches getting liposuction out here too. These dating coaches getting BBLs and liposuction out here, man. Tell me this ain't happening out here, man. We need a new definition and direction of men. That ain't me, bro. That ain't me. I don't wear my hat backwards, man. All right, uh... These people out here, all right, I'm not even going to go into the story. All right, I'm already wasting time. All right, but apparently, apparently, <laughs> this person uh, is mad that, let me see here. It says right here, also never regret transitioning. So she doesn't regret it. But it says right here, let me see if I can do it. It says, I truly beg you to not beat up the messenger. I'm working through all of these raw emotions while processing my masculinity and how to be a problem solver. I know there are kind there are kind cis men and cis women. I don't even know what that means, but passing along wisdom and trans men and women trying to be bridges. I see you and are uh, I'm so grateful. Where's the video at? The in the original post, 
where he is crying was posted on October 2020, uh, 2022. But given an update, Barnes said, because of this post, I build amazing friendships with men and no longer feel this sadness and turns out vulnerability helps being emotional. What did the original post say? It says right here, the trans influencer who was married to his wife, Courtney, <laughs> posted the video with the caption, here I am, extremely vulnerable, but she's too emotional for a male, uh, posting something to live on the internet as a bridge. Women and marginalized groups have every right to feel cautious with men. There are terrible and dangerous men we have to stop. And also, men are human and not and are not immune to the coldness and lack of empathy. And those who are not dangerous have to pick up the broken pieces often alone. She's talking about men who are not dangerous. Yeah, because we all get treated like criminals. Like all of people don't understand. They treat men like criminals until otherwise, until proven otherwise. Right. We're a danger. And listen, this is their safety. I want to bring awareness that we have stripped men of being empathetic, vulnerable and kind and yet demean them for only knowing anger, aggression and violence. I had the gift of being raised in a society that thought I was female. So I was taught emotional maturity and this is still difficult to work on. All right. So that's what she basically saying here. All right, she basically saying right here, and she added, I feel like loneliness is something all men deal with that at some point, regardless of whether or not they were born a biological female and um, and all of this stuff. See, there, I mean, that's that that's the I thought there was a video to this, but listen, I had to read it out. But people don't understand that about men. People don't understand that about men at all. Like they think it's just easy and we got it good. Dude, it's hard for us. Um, it's hard for us to even get one or two people to acknowledge us. In fact, it is said that 70 to 80 percent of men are completely uh, invisible throughout the entire day. And most men aren't even getting women at all. It ain't because they ain't got no game or mouthpiece. It's because they most they are ugly. They just they just ain't going to get nothing. Right. And they are young and immature. They, they ain't getting nothing. And people think that that's not true. But I want you to think even as a man. Even as a man, if there's a young man or a man in this early 20s and he's out pushing shopping carts at the mall and the uh, at the grocery store, he's bagging groceries. He's a blue collar worker. These people disappear. In the scenery and the facade of our lives. They're of no consequence. We give them not a second thought. They're only helpful in us enough to give us a shopping cart now that's men to men imagine women to men imagine what a woman thinks of that guy that guy is the completely invisible he sees her she does not even see him and if she did see him she would think he's dangerous yep they're what they call their npcs their background most men are background characters to a woman's life and they only speak to him if they need something. If I need something, I'll speak to you. If I need nothing, you will not even get any eye contact from me. It could be it can be demoralizing. That could be absolutely demoralizing. It absolutely is a thing that can crush men. And that is that loneliness that men feel. Um, and meanwhile, you know, this woman, women typically will pass 50, 100, thousands of men per day. If they live in a big city, 
and completely ignore them. And while uh, being defensive of any man, I don't care if it's a man that is visible man, a man that she might like. He even feels a little bit of invisible uh, being invisible to her because she doesn't want to come off as forward. So she's going to act coy and shy, barely look. And then she'll get home and say, I wonder why nobody talks to me. <laughs> All right. Why does nobody approach me? You passed 100 men today. You ignored 99, 99.6, <laughs> right? You ignored all of them, and for your own safety and your own reasons. You might be just don't want to, women don't want to smile at a guy because that guy might think that's an open opportunity. So women have learned to not acknowledge men because it's essentially going to uh, give that guy a, an opportunity. To, oh, you smiled? Okay, I'm going to talk to you now. And that's not why she smiled. But, man, it is true. It is true. It is true that men are. And then with social media, it doesn't help either. And, yes, and having men that are ignored go to nightclubs and start approaching women, I, I think this is the is, is stupid. If I wanted to sell you something, I would tell you to do that. But you're virtually ignored all day long. And with your esteem, going to a nightclub to get shot the F down is that actually the dumbest thing to do. Now, is it going to get you to understand women and all that shit? No. That ain't going to get you to understand anything. Then you ain't going to get more than five words out of your mouth. Now, with practice, yes. But I think your practice is going to come from putting yourself in uh, situations where you have something in common with the woman. That's going to extend the conversation. That'll let the conversation go on a lot better. But walking up to strangers is actually not the best way to do it. People can debate me all like all day long. And the reason why is because you ain't going to get five words out your mouth before you get your ass shot the hell down. What you learning? <laughs> you ain't going to get five words out your mouth. Hey, how you doing, ma'am? And then cop plop. I need to work on my mouthpiece. Low return of investment. What you do, trust me, and I don't even have to sell you nothing because everybody that says they run game, guess what they also do? Sell you game. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that freaking interesting? They always got something to sell you. CGA is not like that. I'm giving y'all real father advice. None of these ninjas that say that they had this, they always got to sell it to you, don't they? Well, get my course and get my this. Mm. This is what I'm going to tell you. Be around women that you have something in common with. That will extend the conversation. It's going to extend. That's going to allow your ass to not get shot the hell down. Now you got a damn into. Now you got something to talk about. Then you can work. <laughs> but ninjas out here thinking they go just go, go out there just talk. Oh, it's a numbers game for nerds. <laughs> for nerds that did, and all of these ninjas is nerds. Like 99% of these dating coaches that talk about they got game ninja, they ain't got zero game. Zero. Zip. Trust me. I know. They got zip game. And it's not debatable. It's not even debatable. And if I was a if if I was that dude, like these dudes are so beneath me, but I'm just trying to help you men. These are so beneath me, I can't even name their names. They straight up nerds. <laughs> and it's actually like comical to me that they talk about they got game. Here's the thing, guys. If you're learning from them, them ninjas going to lead you astray. Mm. But buy their stuff. Support their shit if you want to. But they straight up nerds. 
Uh, but it is what it is. Yeah, they straight up herbs. <laughs> it's just herb. I'd be like, this, this is herbs out here. Uh, where are we at here? I gotta get I gotta get going here. What are we doing here? Or they're married, which is absolutely like or they're married. <laughs> like, why is it the always the dudes that say they got the most game? They either married or 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 a nerd. Can we have some single dudes out here that go outside and touch grass and ass? I'm going to need you to be able to do one thing. I need you to be able to go outside. I need you to be able to have a conversation with a male first, prove that you can talk to a male in disagreement and handle yourself. If you can't do that, you got no game. Then I want you to be able to get touch grass and ass. <laughs> Ninja, if you locked up in a marital home in a sexless marriage, stop talking to me about game. You and dude, you can't even bang your wife eight times a year, eight times a month. You can't even bang your wife eight or your girlfriend or your live in, whoever. You can't even bang them eight times in a month. And talking to me about your mouthpiece, it's just despicable. It's disgraceful. I know you think I'm some dude on the internet. Man, I'm out here. <laughs> okay. But we can't we can't keep doing this. I need y'all ninjas to talk about how much game y'all got, especially if you're talking about some 90 shit. I need y'all out here. I need y'all out here. <laughs> right, here I need y'all outside touching grass and ass. I need y'all outside touching grass and ass. All right, stop. And if you a nerd ninja that can't pick out suits, stop. Stop that shit. Ninja, you going on the whole award tour looking like a moron everywhere you go. Every every time you touch down, every time I look up, this ninja looking like a straight up clown. Every time I see it. Fat girls dissing you, skinny girls dissing you, players dissing you, ninjas with game dissing you. Every time I look up, you getting dissed, ninja. Who is it? Are you the new Ja Rule out here? Ninja's the new Ja Rule out here. Every time I look up, somebody dissing you. You the new MC Hammer and shit. <laughs> All right, come on, man. I I, I got to get, and these people been talking about trying to talk about me for a minute, bro. And you see me out here, you see me out here. I'm out here. No girls is causing me problems. No girls is disrespecting me on pub in public. Not a one. And all these girls, all these guys, all these guys are rolling the same circles. They 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 jock sniffing each other. They jock sniffing each other. All right, you see, I stay out of it. Hey, man, come on my show and let me sniff your jock. And come on my show and, and sniff your jock. <laughs> Ain't showing a goddamn receipt to be spoken of, ninja. Oh, my Lord. Anyway, let's, let's, speak on these, let's speak on these people over here. There's a comedian on here on the internet. Come on my show and collab with me and sniff your jock. Man, no, man. Ninja, come on my show. <laughs> come on my show didn't want me to show up for free then they want me to show up for free nah man y'all gonna have to pay CGA pay CGA then had a nerve to not yeah I ain't even on it man nah pay CGA that's what I'm on I don't need y'all collabs I don't need y'all jock sniffing each other and shit <laughs> circle jerking each other jerking each other off so y'all can keep y'all little, 
so y'all can keep y'all little game courses going and shit. Hey man, I do what I do out here. Hey, uh, uh, uh. Oh, and by the way, still the king of kings. <laughs> what are we doing here? Comedian is not into uh, he's a comedian is not an emotional available man here. Uh, let's go ahead and go to this guy. Uh, where we at here? Yeah, I, I want my respect and apology in payments. That's what we do around here. I want my respect and payments. And if y'all doing Avenger shows and CG ain't on it, it ain't legit. I'm going to say it again. If y'all doing any Avenger show and CGA ain't on it, and I didn't decline it to give y'all permission to do it, it ain't no Avenger show. <laughs> and you in my town, and you did it a show, and you brought ninjas together, and CGA wasn't on it, it ain't legit. And everybody know it. But, but, you was going to have to pay the fee anyway. You was going to have to pay the fee anyway. But that's how I feel about it. And if you want to know, go ahead and send me a text message. But it ain't legit if I wasn't on the show. But that's why they don't, hey, that's why they don't invite me on shows. That's why they don't invite me on shows. Because they know I'm, because they know, they, they know I ain't going to let them get away with that bullshit. Because I'm going to say something on the show that they ain't going to like. <laughs> right and they know because they like cga gonna say something and he gonna try to put that game shit he gonna put that fire out because a lot of those guys that was on them shows i told them that game shit ain't gonna fly and i'm like that ain't gonna work i wasn't to say i wasn't afraid to say it but uh pay the fee all right uh what we got here <laughs> what we got here uh emotional available man let's let him speak on it meet a lot of emotionally unavailable man what does that mean? They, they let me know like a, few, like a month in or so. They, they see All right, that's enough. Like, I think, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm emotionally unavailable too now, I guess. All right, and so that's kind of how it goes. So uh, the guy asked the woman about emotional availability. She started to talk, and he was like, yeah, F all that. <laughs> You meet a lot of emotionally unavailable men. Yeah. What does that mean? They they let me know like a few, like a month in or so. They they see. All right, that's enough. Like, I think. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> My man said that's enough. Yeah. Hey, and look, ladies don't understand. Ladies don't understand. I I and I I, I he like man, I ain't got no time for this. I'm emotionally unavailable. He was already tired. <laughs> and first of all, she started. Uh, and and what happens is they let you know after a month. But you mean you get throttled after the month. He, You get about five pieces of punani. He, You give up five pieces of ass and he skedaddles. That's not emotionally unavailable. He tired of having sex with you. And not only that, he probably tired of hearing your mouth. All right. And this dude doesn't, he, the, the realest guys, ladies, the realest guys are guys that don't want to have sex with you. Like they're not pushing to have sex. Now, if they probably, you offered them some, they probably would take it. But because he wasn't interested in her, he was tired of listening to her before she even started talking. She got to talking. He was like, man, all right, bitch, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm emotionally unavailable too now, I guess. <laughs> you meet a lot of emotionally unavailable men. Yeah. What does that mean? They, they let me know like a, few, like a month in or so. They, they see all right, that's enough. I think... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, I feel that, dude, man. I, I feel that. I don't do when women start talking to me. Uh, when women start talking to me, that's how I feel, too. I'm like, all right, look, man, look, 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 just just stop. <laughs> just uh, they, uh, they, 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 uh, they let me, and then after a month, and then, and then they uh, just, uh, yeah, yeah. I see why you get dumped. I see why you get dumped. Ay, ay, ay. Last story, Trevor Bauer, and I got to get this done quickly here. Pause. Uh, Trevor Bauer faces uh, another sexual assault allegation, and then counter sues. Trevor Bauer, if you didn't know, is the former Los Angeles Dodger, former Cincinnati Red, former Arizona Diamondback, Diamondback pitcher. And um, he had a case that was historic. The case was him defending himself against a domestic violence assault case uh, that was brought forth by a woman who had traveled to him from, I believe, San Diego to Pasadena. And uh, that woman, uh, that woman, uh, uh, said in text messages, I want you to beat me up and beat me up, be rough with me, punch me, kick me, knee me in the teeth and all that. And she, he did that on two occasions. And then uh, she told she had bruises. She asked for it. She actually filed a domestic violence case in the city of Los Angeles or the county of Los Angeles. And a female judge in Pasadena, I believe, said that there's no case here of domestic violence because she asked for this type of assault. Now, since that was settled, Trevor Bauer was released by the Dodgers, and then he's not been in Major League Baseball since then. And I believe he got paid up. Uh, he got paid some portions of the contract, and um, now he's pitching in Japan. He's pitching in Japan. Now there's a second woman, and what we tell a fourth woman. We got a four women. Yeah, there actually was another woman before this that kind of got mixed in, but um. Here's now a fourth woman. This is typical of what happens. Either that his behavior is like this or women see an easy target. I don't know, man. But typically when there's one accusation, there's another. Okay, so it's either that he does participate in this and he has a problem or you have false alligators that are just looking for a payday. Yeah, man. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh, a, a fourth a fourth woman has accused former major league pitcher Trevor Bauer of sexual assault in a lawsuit filed in Arizona. Bauer has countersued the woman for fraud, saying she is attempting to harass and extort money from him in the wake of similar allegations made by three other women. This is why we tell you guys about you trying to defend yourself out here. And sometimes you guys are rolling funny with women. And then uh, something happens, and this is why I tell you, man, hey, you guys need to start rolling differently with women. Once you get one out allegation, you need to chill because that's only going to invite other women that you probably did dirty. You didn't do anything wrong with them, but that feel a certain way about you or you have a target or they're broke or you did something. That, that gives them opportunities to come out. Now we got person number four. Okay. Damn, my knuckle won't crack. All right, so... Uh, person number four in an amended complaint filed Tuesday. The woman said she had an unplanned pregnancy after Bauer. Hmm? After Bauer violently sexually assaulted her in December of 2020. This goes back. Does this precede the first case? Maybe it's about the same time. Bauer's attorney in the court filing describes the situation as a single sexual encounter that was consensual. The woman whom ESPN has chosen not to name stated in her initial complaint, 
that she had visited Bauer at his home in Scottsdale. So this does seem to precede the other one. Um, it says right here, several times before the initial assault, during the earlier visits, he held a jack. <laughs> Wait a minute. So she visited his house several times. During those earlier visits, he held a jagged steak knife to her throat and choked her several times, according to her initial complaint filed in December 2022. She Wait, so I, as you can see, she went there several times, one time after being choked, another time holding a knife against her throat, and then she went back. Wow. She also accuses Bauer of forcibly removing her clothes, assaulting her, and slapping her on December 13, 2020, before he used her butterfly braids as a rope to choke her unconscious with her hair. In the amended complaint, his attorneys, her attorney stated that the assault resulted in an unplanned pregnancy. Well, here's the deal. She came back after being threatened with a knife. After being choked several times, she has come back again. This is just like the previous girl. They came back for this. This sounds like something that they had an agreement and she wore butterfly braids, which I'm assuming are some sort of pigtail braids. I'm not sure what a butterfly braid is. Uh, let me look it up. This is probably what he requested her to wear. Everybody knows what BDSM is. Let me see here. What, what is a butterfly braid? Okay, I got it on black women here. I know this is not a black woman. All right, what is it? It could be a black woman. I'm not sure. All the pictures have come up. Butterfly braids of black women. All right. I don't see not one woman. I don't see not one woman that has a that is white. So maybe maybe it is a black woman. I have no idea. Uh, but it says right. Uh, it says right here. She is now used this as a rope to choke her unconscious with her hair. All right. This sounds like some sort of agreement. I don't know how people would put up with this, but he is a big, large gentleman. And this does this does have a pat. He now has a pattern of this behavior. So that's what makes this lawsuit a lot easier to digest for the normies is that he has already been um, uh, challenged in court for this type of behavior. So either he's into this or um, this is uh, something that he's doing without consent. And the woman also said in the amended complaint that Bauer instructed that she not keep any records about what occurred, including the pregnancy. And that they should keep it private between themselves. Okay. What happened to the child? Her attorney states that in the court records that she became self-deletion worthy. Okay. She wants to delete herself. And went to the hospitals in the weeks after the assault. And that Bauer later slammed her on a computer. Wait, slammed her on a computer, breaking the screen. When she was about three months pregnant, she decided not to terminate the pregnancy, but had a miscarriage in April, according to the filing. This shit. Like these circumstances is one in a million, bro. Like you went back again. What in the world? Okay. So you went back after a knife choking, after the braid choking, after he skeeted in your gut. You didn't terminate. He are back again getting thrown around. This is hard to believe. The statements uh, from Bowers representative also noted that he had a he has filed a criminal complaint for extortion against a woman. ESPN has not independently verified the criminal filing. Why not? Bauer categorically denies the allegations. 
And he does have a female agent, which is odd. I mean, it's odd that he's having these problems and he has a female agent. And she's a redhead, too. Well, she's I don't know if she's a real redhead. The woman's attorney didn't respond. Okay, court record show Bowers' attorney first denied his assault allegations in April in countersuit for fraud, labeling the woman's lawsuit harassment. They said Bauer has recordings of their conversations, which shows the woman asked for $1.6 million to terminate the pregnancy. Jesus. Mm. Y'all brothers out here, these pro athletes going through it. These pro athletes ain't paying the rates. Lord have mercy. They're not playing. They're not paying. Um, They're not paying junior college rates out here. These women are not playing. They out here asking Zion for $107,000 a month. They're asking for $1.6 million to terminate pregnancies. These women out here are absolutely insane, guys. Hey, man, it, it goes without saying that it's actually better to not be getting a tip. I've said this before. It's almost, you won't know it until you've been there. It's almost better that women don't even pay attention to you. Mm. High value targets. Because no woman would ever fix her mouth. If I, if I skeeted in a gut guts of a woman today she would not even fix her mouth for 1.6 million dollars because she she knows she ain't getting that it's almost better that women don't even acknowledge you in this point in this day and age like just because <laughs> you guys think that because you're famous women throw themselves at you and people say well you can get free peace leave why are why is zion paying i always tell you there's a reason why a person pays <laughs> because what do i always say Messing with normie chicks, messing with normie chicks, you get shit like this. And I'm not even saying, and even Zion's paying and he's dealing with bullshit. Dude, it's almost like, I, dude, you guys, I don't know, man. You guys got to start going overseas for your shit. You guys got to start having contracts, recording bitches. It's almost to the point in today's world because guys think it's easier to be famous. It's easier to be tall. It's easier. Guys, sometimes it's a big ass major headache. It's easier to be handsome. It's easier if you have a 9-11. It's just flat-out headache. This is a flat-out headache. So she's, according to him, is trying to get us uh, a million and a half to terminate a pregnancy. Hi, yi yi Man, I'm telling you, man. And it says right here, Bauer provided the, woman's, uh, provided the woman more than $8,700 to reimburse her for medical expenses Reportedly related to her pregnancy. So he gave up 8700 according to court filings, but the woman never provided any medical records to substantiate her pregnancy or termination. Okay. Bauer late lawyer said in his countersuit that she had LASIK surgery, which the woman denied. Man, Bauer countersuit is stating the woman fabricated her pregnancy to try to extort him for money, noting that she hired attorneys to send a demand letter for $3.6 million following allegations of assault made by a woman in California. So, wow. Okay. So this was before the California, the, the relationship he had with her. I think he pitched for the diamondbacks at the time was before. Then he went to the Dodgers in his first year with the Dodgers, the woman in the California case filed her claim. Then this woman, they're alleging came back. For a $3.6 million claim. Mm. My goodness. Brothers, the Arizona woman is suing Bauer for assault, battery, and emotional distress, asking the judge to award her 
punitive damages to punish the defendant for his conduct and to deter the defendant from engaging in such conduct in the future. And this is civil. This is not criminal. Bauer, the, the previous case was criminal. The one in Los Angeles was criminal because it was domestic violence. This one is civil. Bauer countersuit, uh, countersuit accuses the woman of fraud related to the $8,700 he gave her for medical expenses and asked for punitive damages and attorney fees. And uh, it's scheduled to for a jury trial May 2024, guys. 2024. May 2024. One more thing about dealing with court. It is not expeditious. It is not ex expeditious. They have case after case after case. They have a caseload. And I just mentioned that the other day. So now he's got to have this on his jacket. He's got to have this on his conscience. He's got to go back and forth. His lawyers are going to get paid the entire time. So it's going to cost him money for legal fees towards his lawyer and the team. And um, and um, he doesn't even get to be seen in court and start the case for another year. What what do I say, gentlemen? All men pay. You're going to realize this as a truth. You're going to pay one way or the other out here. <laughs> That's how the game works. Y'all didn't just think this is a game. How much? He, it, let's just say he boned her five times. He had sex with her five times. This is about to cost him millions of dollars. Not just millions. He's he's going to have to give her some money. He's probably going to settle because he thinks he's going to countersuit, but his countersuit is for the 8700 and he's trying to get punitive damages and attorney fees. So he's trying to get the attorney fees. Um, if it can be proven that he has a recording, of uh, her trying to extort him, that's going to help. Okay, that's going to help. And he might have to pay her to go away. But he's also going to pay his lawyers. He's going to pay his lawyers. He's going to pay his lawyers. His lawyer's going to get paid whether she pays the fees or not. He still has to pay his lawyers until until she pay if he is if he is awarded legal fees from the court after the May 2024 hearing or trial then she can reimburse. First of all, he ain't getting shit from her. All right, he ain't getting no money from her. Let's just put, let's call a spade a spade. He ain't getting no money from her. Even if the judge awards him money, she obviously ain't got none. But the next part of it is, even if she is told to have to pay the lawyer, he's going to have to pay up front. And this is just how the game goes out here, man. This is why, man, this is, this is just... Keep it easy, man. Sexual discipline is going to be your savior out here. Really, really vet what you're doing. And it ain't a numbers game. It is a numbers game. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game on how crazy a bitch you're going to meet for everyone you approach. That's the numbers game. <laughs> it's a numbers game. The more you meet, the more crazy ones you meet. The more you invite into your house, in your domicile, into your arena, the crazier the bitch is. The, the, you just asking for more crazy as you keep going on. That's where the numbers game is. More crazy. Sooner or later, y'all be hitting women on upside the head with uh, bottles if they reject you. You got to watch out for that because that's a part of that's part of the game too, I suppose. All right, let me get to these super chats and then we gonna bounce. Uh, what are we doing here? Joe K says I got him already. Uh, Double A says Coach. He says Damn Coach Shawshank Redemption. Okay, uh, JC says he's going to be asking 304s for their MySpace and Yahoo. Oh, not the Yahoo email. 
Don Crystal says, Coach, have you seen the crazy, stupid love, marry, divorce guy back on the market? Steve Corral, Ryan Gosling, RP must, RP, uh, it's an RPI must watch. Crazy, stupid love. Is that the person, Steve Carell? Cooler hand, cooler hand, cooler hand. Luke is in the building. Floyd L. Holt says, do you think women don't interact with men in public because of their head meds? No, I think it's because of safety. All right. It's a, a safety's number one. Number two, uh, because every time you like, listen, I'm not going to tell you to do this, but if you see a woman walking by herself and her head's down or head's turned away, and then you walk up to her, she going to jump out of her shoes, man. She's going to jump out of her freaking shoes. She's going to be like, man, bro, she ain't going to be. She'll be like, what the hell you want? Now, for some dudes, that's enough to deter you from not talking to her. Um, and you could be helping her out. You could tell her she about to walk. She about to walk into a pole. You could tell her that and it won't matter. She'll rather walk into that fucking pole than stop for you telling her to stop. <laughs> She'd rather walk into the midsection and get hit by a Mack truck. Then to uh then to stop, then to stop, then to stop and let you stop and talk to her. This is just how they are. And number one, they do this for protection. Uh, they're especially vulnerable when the when they're by themselves. If they're in a pair or a tandem or a group, then it, it's gonna be a lot easier because then it's a game to them. But uh, you guys gotta understand that's that's why they don't interact because you're dangerous to them, you're dangerous. Even if she knows how to kickbox, you dangerous to them. All right, shout out to Nick uh, Nike Slim. He says, XXs. He says, man, if I was a guy and I would be a 6'9", Chad or Tyrone, he says, just be running around and getting sex for free and no consequences. The reality, eh, yep. The reality is you're a big, fat, old, juicy target. That's the reality. Harem King says, CGA, my friend, is getting married. He wants me to be his best man, but his fiance. But his fiance said, no, I'm not married and my life is bad and I have a few Kayleys. Hey, you tried. <laughs> you tried. Um, and listen, it is what it is. Notorious NIG just signed up for the JUCO. The, the description levels matter. Yes. Coach Greg Adams.locals.com. I talk about it. Yes, it does. Schedule P says just here showing my support to the king of kings. Indeed. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the support. And let me check over here on Cash App, PayPal, Venmo, and all of that stuff. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Venmo hasn't got any love. Uh, let's see here. Actually, if you talk to a strange woman and she's walking and you be like, hi, ma'am, she will veer off and start walking like slightly away from you looking. She will not stop. If you were walking and, and a woman was walking towards you and she says, hi, sir, you will stop in your tracks. You will stop and hit the brakes. But she, what she will do is reroute, look at you. <laughs> she already saw you, by the way. She already saw you. Divert her route, look at you, and keep walking while you're talking to her. She is not going to stop. Why? Because you can grab them, Ninja. <laughs> he said dating coaches did this. If they're standing stationary, they are, they, they are easy picking. They sit and duck. <laughs> but as long as they moving, Ninja, <laughs> you guys got to know, man. Hey, look, this is just natural nature. It's just nature. It is what it is. Uh, anyway. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me see here. Dang, I didn't even get I didn't even get all these people over here. Y'all been over here sitting waiting patiently, brothers. I appreciate y'all over on Venmo. Oh, wait a minute. I got the wrong people up here. I got the wrong list. I, I was like, did I miss all these people? I did. I did, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for being patient on Venmo. Okay, we got uh, Garrett says, uh, just caught the morning live stream. He says, ignore hollow fist 90. You aren't talking for a living. You're providing value for a living. The super chats every day for speak for themselves. Keep doing what you're doing. Indeed. Thank you, brother. Yeah, providing value and all that stuff. A little entertainment too. Chris Jericho says, why are my non-black friends more optimistic than the black ones? I'm a fed and can retire at 49 with full benefits. I told my black friends I was going to retire and go into cybersecurity. And all my black friends said it was a bad idea. The non-black one said it was a good idea. What's the difference? Interesting. Oh, man. Interesting perspective there. I would love to think about it. I don't want to make any assumptions about the gentleman. But um, uh, I would just say the proof is in the pudding. I mean, just go up the economic ladder and see who's actually doing well and what. But uh, the the optimism is whatever i think it's more support they just trying to support you and some people might be trying to warn you interesting <laughs> he said because ninjas go ninja all right uh also also only take advice from people who have done what you're doing or done something similar to what you're doing so if the people are telling you that it ain't gonna work and they ain't never done nothing i wouldn't listen to them my man garrett says uh if my ex ended up with 100 percent, if she ends up with 100 percent custody like she's trying to get. I'm leaving L.A. for Vegas. Callie is going to hell. He says, always wanted to live there anyway. Might see you soon, coach. Shout out to you. And more than likely, unless you've committed a crime or you have some domestic violence or you uh, have drugs, you're not. She's not getting 100% custody. Like, I remember I remember I was going through a custody battle and I would share my and I would share. And I remember this one woman. I can't remember who she was in my life. I can't remember. But it, you know, you know, with me and women, people think I'm just standoffish with women. I'm not. I, I have good. I can, I can, I can compartmentalize them well. But I was talking to a woman, and I remember she was so calming. And I was like, man, I'm going through this custody thing, and this, and this was in 2012, 2013. And I remember she said, "Don't worry about it." She's like, you're going to get 50-50. And I looked at her because at that time, nobody had reassured me like that. Not even my attorney was reassuring me. And nobody was reassuring me because nobody knew what they was talking about. She was like, look. She was like, my brother just went through this. They don't, they don't mess around no more. They're going to give you 50-50. They're going to give you. And she was like, and I was like, how you know? You know, I'm all stressed out. She was like, my brother just went through this. Like, she was like, you ain't got no domestic violence. You don't got no weapons. You don't got no bad. You don't sell drugs. You don't, you don't do drugs. She like, you're going to get 50-50. And guess what? Guess what? She was not lying. I went in there and got 50-50. I swear to God, it was like, what? Not my attorneys couldn't give me 50-50. Nobody could tell me. My mama couldn't tell me. Because these people didn't know. Nobody knew. Even the attorneys didn't know what the hell was going on. Even they don't have it. Guys, attorneys don't care about you. 
I'm going to just let you know. Your attorneys don't care about you. They don't get paid to win. Attorneys get paid to show up. So don't even listen to what your attorney got to say. Just let you tell. She was like, nah, you good. She was like, you're going to get 50-50. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The way it works, gentlemen, as long as you don't have a criminal background, as long as you don't have any evidence against you of an abuse, as long as you don't have drug use or drug selling, you're going to get 50-50. That she, she is not getting 100% custody, just to let you know. It's extremely rare for women. To, and women, I want you to listen. You guys got to stop this bullshit. You guys got to stop. Uh, does DUIs count? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think it counts. You women got to stop with this. I'm going to take, I'm going to tell, I'm going to go in there and get 85 to 100% custody. You guys got to stop because most of the cases, you're not going to get it. Now, I'm not saying all cases. Most cases, you're not going to get it. You're not. You think you're going to go in there and tell the judge what he needs to get and supervise vision, visits and shit like that. It's not going to happen that way. You're going to walk in there and you're going to get your life ruined. You're going to go in there and be shocked to all hell when the judge says 50-50. They don't want to play with y'all asses no more. They, they don't want to play with y'all. It's actually more beneficial for the kids to be see the mother and the father. You guys are causing these fights about custody, and it's absolutely pointless. pointless. Okay? Somebody says, I don't know what coach is talking about, but this isn't reality. Hold on for a second. Because you challenged me, and I got Ling Ling, like, I, I got to be off this, this platform here in a minute. But I'm going to show you something. And in most, in most states, 50-50 now is the standard. Okay? In most states now. 50-50 is the standard. Now, there are always exceptions. There's always exceptions. But today, gentlemen, today, you guys, but look, if you guys are going in there stupid and dumb, if you guys going in there, if you guys are going in there and you don't do your, you don't do your homework, if you go in there and you got domestic violence and you smoke weed, yes, you smoke weed. If you guys go in there and you got a, uh, you beat up somebody at the bar, I'm just letting you know, man. I've rarely, very rarely seen situations where the dude had a clean record or or you have a work schedule that you travel a lot. I'm just letting you know. Just letting you know. They're going in there. Women go in there. They go in there more, more disappointed than men. Men are getting straight up 50-50. Now, but if you go in there and you got DUIs and criminal records and shit like that, yeah, you guys are. This is the real. Y'all going to lose. All right, what are we doing here? Macaroni Tony, Ninja got uh, got to stop calling the aunties by TT and auntie. He says, grow the hell up. And he says, uh, not man. He says, man, not man, man or Bubba anymore. He says, uh, you're just Gerald or Landon. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Somebody said 85-15. Yeah, 85-15. 8515 custody, you're gonna get if you have a job and it's you work eight to six and you travel. Yeah, you're getting 8515. Okay, for real. 
But right now, in most states, they're, they're going 50-50 right off the rip unless proven otherwise. Yeah, uh, shout out. I got to get through these. Shout out to uh, Julian says, hey, coach, currently listen to you while shopping at the stove. And a random white dude came up and asked if I was listening to CGA. Shout out to the coach gang. You're known in Tennessee. Shout out to you in Tennessee. We famous out here. Uh, no government. They said that was an epic rant. In response to the troll today, one of the hardest things is to do is to be engaging and entertaining for five plus hours a day, five to six days a week for real, where your audience shows up day by day. Not too many YouTubers can pull that off. In fact, they cannot. All right. I, we know this for sure. I appreciate that. No government name. I think J, we're going to call you JR says, but coach, she was thick. Plus his game is airtight. All right. No government name SDs. Coach PUA channel is on fire today. Rule number one, put yourself in a place where you have things in common with women. And he says, thanks, coach. I better go practice on some chairs in the hotel conference room. And there's going to be a nice woman in a pencil skirt and a blouse. And this model is going to tell you what works. <laughs> All right. Um, where are we at here? He says, uh, Eugene says, coach, you went from talking about digging the guts last night and having her sold to nerds tonight who are completely invisible and demoralized and half alive. He says, don't let anyone say you don't have range. Shout out to you. Yes. And of course, I repeat myself every day, huh? Macaroni Tony, you ain't lying. I ate several Juco in styes from just reading at the park. He says, because that's what I enjoy. He says, that's what I enjoy and they do too. Okay, common. All right, we talk about it. All right, I never told you not to talk to women, but just randomly talking to broads is just going to ruin your ego. Shout out to Eugene says, what I mean by range is that you have deep understanding and wisdom on the subject, not just talking to talk. That's why I love the coach. Pause. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Did I get them? I got all the super chats over there. And what are we doing here? Let me do uh, PayPal. I got to get on PayPal. All right. I got to log in first, huh? I got to walk in first. Oh, 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 one more thing about 50-50 custody. If you're just wondering, if you didn't marry the woman, you're probably least likely to get 50-50. So if you're, if she a single mom and she a straggle-daggle and you busted in her guts and you ain't seen the kid in 12 months, a year, two years, yeah. Okay, see, there's always circumstances. Remember, what I say is not all. I say things and I say general. You're in a divorce, it's going to be 50-50. Tell your ex-wife to screw herself. Okay. But if you ain't seen the kid in two and a half years and she was a single, she was a one night stand hookup now. Okay. <laughs> now, now that's a whole different circumstance. And you smoke weed and work at Wendy's in the drive through. You sell Coke at the drive through window in Wendy's in Tennessee. Now you're talking something different. Mm. Now you probably ain't going to get 50 50. All right. She was just a hookup bitch. That you met at the Wendy's, you sold her cocaine, and then you skeeted in her guts, and you had a baby, and she threw it on you in two years. Now, that's a whole different story. Okay, that ain't no 50-50 case. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get in here. Again, we, we speak things general. All right, anyway, yeah, uh, shout out to Royal Scott. He says, I don't think that many men are, uh, wait, that there are many capable men out here. He says, I am an Xer. 
or a generation Xer who did contact sports since 93. And I can say that now it's a photo op, not a battle. No amount of trash talk amounts to that scary Viking warrior monster attitude that is just gone. CGA for Prez. Yeah, those days are gone. You know what I mean? And uh, a lot of these kids know each other. Remember, you can your high school rivalry game, like you wanted to rip everybody's, you wanted to rip everybody's helmet off. But you guys got to understand, high school rivalry game is your homeboys playing against you. You know, your homeboys are playing against you. So uh, all of your AAT, AAU team members and all the people you go to 707 flag football, uh, touch football, all the people you go to uh, UCLA sports camps. These are all y'all, y'all all your friends. These are all your homies. And you'd be like, man, I can't wait to play y'all. And then y'all laughing and sniggling. And the, the, the high school coach like, hey, man, y'all supposed to hate the crosstown rival. Not anymore. It's just kind of bragging rights. But you don't hate the crosstown rivalry no more. Y'all just want to be like, hey, man, we beat y'all, and then y'all be dapping it up afterward. Back in the day, we used to try to bloody the nose, and you know what I mean? And we used to get into the pile and, you know what I mean, and and, and scratch their eyes out through the face mask. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? We try to take shots at them, pinching them and shit. Like, that was a rivalry back in the day. You know what I mean? You wanted the other person to not be alive after the game. I mean, figuratively. But but today, your, your rivalry is your AAU boys. Your rivalry is your 707 football team boys. You know, you went to high school and AAU camps with these people for entire life. Uh, anyway, uh, shout out to Mr. B. Damn Coach. He said, just, uh, just seen this in the Marriage Club Facebook group. Quote, I've been married for seven years, going on eight years, and my wife wants a divorce because she's not happy. I'm not happy. And I love the hell out of my wife to the men that have been in this position. How have you changed the direction of your marriage for the better when she wants out? I'm in counseling and willing to do whatever it takes to save my marriage. Any advice appreciated. That's the message in the marriage club group on Facebook. He says, I got hit with it at the eight year mark as well. They are all running the same software. Guys. There's nothing new under the sun now, guys. Uh, marriage, is, marriage is temporary now. It's almost like you're leasing them. Remember, fly, floats, or Fs, just lease. Marriage is just a lease now. But, uh, but, uh, but sadly enough, sadly enough, the women, the women make you buy. All right? So the penalty is still buy. The, the laws have been caught up. The laws haven't cut up. Guys, you would be better off. You would be, I'm telling you, people don't, you'd be better off having a 1099 girlfriend. Like Kevin Samuels used to say, or we call it the junior college. Just gather the, the, what 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 is it? With no long term, you can't come back and sue. I'm not going to court afterwards. I mean, look, and just record all the. Yeah, I think I got divorced eight years. Eight years, eight months. That was the that was the day we separated. Eight years, eight months. Eight years, eight months. Eight years, eight months. That was that. That's the average. The average marriage that ends in divorce. The average marriage that ends in divorce is eight years. So that's kind of where it's going, and that's a lifetime. That that seems like a lifetime today. So uh, Deadly Edley says, uh, Chad Thundercock says, bro, all you got to do is say hello to her. Yep. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, listen. All you got to do is right. All you got to do is say hello. Just say hello. Hey, how you doing? I do this all the time, dude. I mean, listen, I, I, I'm at, I'm a person that says, yeah, that works for me about 
statistically 20 out of 50 times. I have no problem talking to women in public. Now, most people believe that you did something. I did something. I got her to talk to me. To me, you did nothing, <laughs> right? And if you understand that, go to my locals and see how many women talk to me and how many women I talk to. It don't mean nothing to me to get a woman to talk to me and me have a conversation, me get a phone number, me have a text conversation. I, I haven't done anything. You know why I think this? This is why I think this. It's because I remember when I was in sales, uh, selling real estate. And I remember I was so excited. I got this tremendous lead and the lead was like a four or five million dollar house. And I was over ecstatic. I was over the moon and I had the conversation. I took the notes. I scheduled the meeting and I went to my manager, my manager. He was a manager for this uh, real estate company. And I went to him. I was super duper excited. And he was like, he was like, man, that is so great. I think the house was for it was to purchase a five million dollar house. I think the commission check would have been like 30 to 40, 50 grand. And I was just over excited. I was like, wow. And I said, I'm going to the meeting. He wants to meet me right now. I'm going to open the door. He sounds like an active buyer. And he, he said, go do it. And then right as I was leaving the room, he said, you're going to need a hundred more of those. And I look back and I didn't know what he meant. Now, here's the thing. I didn't sell that house. I didn't get that commission. It was just a part of what happens. And basically, he was trying to say, don't get too excited. You ain't done nothing. Don't count the chickens before they hatch. Don't spend that commission check yet. This is how it works. Ninja, you did nothing. You got the number. You got the lead. You got the appointment. You got the booking. You got the contract. Ninja, don't celebrate until you get the goddamn commission check. He says he could have just been a hater. Nope. He was trying to let me know, and he's right. You're going to need 100 more of these, man. You're going to need 100 more. You got to celebrate when you close. Celebrate when you close. And close for me means I need to get you in. I celebrate. Okay, we got you there. I got you in bed. I got you back home. I got you safe. Okay, I got it. But while you're doing that, you got to keep you got to keep having other shit in the pot. And so dudes are out here celebrating that they got a mouthpiece. You got a mouthpiece in what? You talk to women and, right? You can't celebrate because you talked to him. You can't celebrate because you got the number. You can't celebrate because you got her Snapchat. You can't. You did nothing. You did nothing. And I know this. I actually have had businesses or I ran businesses, my own businesses, self-employed businesses, where I would get people ask out and reach out and email me and give the information and talk and all of that shit. And it meant nothing until I closed. That means I got them paying the fee. I got the commission. I got the booty. I got, that's what, that's all it means. Can I get it? Can I get her home? Celebrate when I got her home and she's in bed and she says, thank you, daddy. That's what you celebrate. Not talking to no yeah, bitch. Daddy. <laughs> Not talking to no woman. You got to get her home in her bed and saying, I'm looking forward to another day.
Now, dudes that just celebrate because they can talk to a girl and they go, I don't get it. It doesn't, that, that's not a celebration to me. That ain't even nothing to even write home about. For some men, that's an accomplishment. For me, that's absolutely nothing, <laughs> right? That means zero to me. And it's somewhat relatively easy for me to do. So people that be like, well, you don't know how to talk to women. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's actually just even, that's elementary. That's baby steps to me. You, you're talking about kindergarten shit to me. You're still putting glue on your hand and, and peeling it off. That means absolutely nothing to me. It's somewhat easy. It comes easy to me because women talk to me all the time. They talk to me. I'm very rarely going to start interrupting a woman. Women talk to me. All right. And I ain't talking about no models. So this is relatively baby, baby shit you talking about. All right. But celebrate when you close. And that's what you talk about. And even then, closing to me means nothing. I'm at the point in my life, it's like another day. <laughs> another day, it is what it is. You don't count it until you close. Where are we at? Maryland guy says, the last time I cold approached many years ago, the girl called out loud for her boyfriend. Never did it again after that. Also, do your, what do they call it in, um, in military recon? Do your recon before you start opening your damn mouth out here. I tell you many stories that dudes don't do their recon. I think it's called recon. ELS says, tell the Avengers to pay up, coach. Rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Do your recon. Y'all need to just run out here, see a beautiful booty, and just run up on her. Re reconnaissance. I always assume that there's a woman, there's a man with that woman. I always assume when I see a beautiful woman that there's a man somewhere near. He might not be standing there, but he's there. He might be watching you. He might, you don't know who this man is either. So every time I do my recon and I scout, I'll see, I'll see a woman. I'll be like, oh man, yeah, okay, all right. If I just bring in the action, now I got to deal with some potentially jealous situation. I got to deal with her because she's going to talk to you. She's not going to tell you her man's around the corner. Almost inevitably, if I wait long enough, a man's going to show up. Now, I'm not the type of dude that gets involved in that. Ninja, I ain't trying to fight slap box in the street for no reason. But always do your, re yeah, death by simp. Do your recon almost inevitably. This happened to you uh, not too long ago. I saw a flat back. I saw a Kaylee, and she was by herself when I saw her. And I just happened to be there. Five minutes later, here comes her boyfriend. <laughs> right? And I was like, there it is. All right. Getting worked up for nothing. Thinking about what I'm gonna say, what I'm gonna say, and now, now you would have still been trying to overcome five objections, and then here come the boyfriend. Now, yeah, like the NFL player in the car wash story. Now you gotta talk yourself out of it. No, 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 no. All right, shout out to Jake the Snake Roberts is in the building. Mike Roberts is in the building. Thank you for your cash app. And then a game ninja say, but it wasn't a wasted opportunity, man. You learn how to talk to the bro, man. Oh boy. Oh, boy. All right. I'm not in the learning days, man. I'm telling you. All right. I'm in a situation where I ain't trying to get into no beef for no dumbass reason for not for no broad. All right. Just sit back, man. Just sit back more than more than likely. Just peep game. And you should, you'll get all the answers you need and there will be no damn wondering. Actually, I can't remember. I try to remember the story, but uh, something happened like that. And I was like, damn, I think something happened where the guy picked her up <laughs> or something like that. She put. What's it? I'm not thinking of the story, but I got to get out of here. I got to get in the showers.
trying to think of the story real quick. But it was uh it was so I was like, okay, oh, she looking good right there. And I was like, watch, watch, watch. And it took even five minutes. And I think he pulled up. I think he was parking. He pulled up and parked and came. I was like, oh, there he was. There, there he was. There he was. And you never know what's gonna happen in these situations, man. Do your recon. Anyway, man, bro, we getting out of here, man. We be we be, we be back on Thursday morning and more debauchery out here. Shout out to the Cubs gang. We out of here. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.